What's up? My name is Joey Gomez. And my name is Amin Mishadi. Welcome to Collected Conversations. This is a podcast about lifestyle, mindset, personal experiences, and this crazy but amazing thing we call life. So tune in, strap in, buckle up, and enjoy the show. Mic check one two. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. This is Collective Conversations episode three. Off the bat, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone listening. We really appreciate you. We value your feedback. So once again, this is Joey Gomez on Collective Conversations, co-hosted by my friend Amin Mashadi. I'm right here. I just don't feel like talking today. Yes, sir. So <laughs> this is episode three, and today we are joined by a guest, a new guest, a special guest. The one and only Zach Gale. How are we doing today, Zach? I'm doing well, guys. Can't complain. How about you? Doing good. We're about- doing fine. We're doing fine, Zach. How are you today? Dude, I'm wonderful. Yeah, for the audience in home, this is the, this is my, this is the first time I'm actually meeting Zach. Joey has uh, seen him a couple times before, but today's the first we, time. We know each other. We, uh, we went to the same high school. We played similar sports, so uh, we were just talking. So you've, you've had a busy day, a busy week, so I guess just for the people listening, what do you, what do, you do? What's... What's yeah. your job? You know? So I am a special education teacher in District 54, uh, in Nergi to be exact. I teach academics for kindergarten through second grade, and I'm part of a behavior team slash child study team for kindergarten through sixth grade. That's dope as hell. I remember um, I went to Collins Elementary yeah, School. I, uh, in, when I was in elementary school, we, I was multi-age the whole time. So it was first grade, first and second, third and fourth, fifth and sixth, and then I think... In third and fourth and fifth and sixth, we were integrated with special ed. Okay. And so we had, we they were integrated into our classroom, so we had extra teachers in there. Yeah. I'm not sure how it works now, and I'm sure elementary school is totally different. Um, it was just um, totally cool because there's, you know, new learning challenges. Yeah, absolutely. For, the, for, you know, when we do, like, group projects, you know, as students, and then mm-hmm. when the, the teachers have to accommodate in different ways. So I guess what, what kind of, what shows you... Why did you choose this path? Why, like the education path, I guess. Yeah, for lack of better uh, that's a great question. So, truthfully, it's a career path. Yeah, I know. Truthfully, at first, I had no intention of okay. teaching. Um, like ever, ever. Because honestly, growing up, very, very shy kid, uh, hated, hated public speaking. <laughs> like literally, no, I don't even. Where are you kidding with. me? I'm not kidding you, you whatsoever. Wow. You can even ask my parents. You can ask my fiance. All that. Um, my biggest thing, like junior high school, my like, all right, like, I'm gonna go into sports management or something. Why not? Um, I actually started end of junior year, going into senior year. I led a group called Fellowship of Christian Athletes at Conant. Um, I co-ran that with D'Angelo McBride. Okay. Um, and we ran that together, and that kind of started kind of pushing me out of my comfort zone. I got a lot of good feedback from people when I was not expecting it, to be honest. Um, I also, kind of along those lines too, while in the midst of that, kind of feel like getting set up for something, um, my brother, uh, my middle brother Cody, um, he does have ADHD. So for me, that was something, learning with him and kind of helping him through school and certain things like that, things kind of started like coming together. I mean, you know, like, so I was going into my summer, going into freshman year of college, and I was like, all right, you know what? Let's go along this teaching path now. Maybe I'm feeling something pulling me towards this now. And I'm like, all right, I love math. <laughs> I want to teach high school, sure. 
So let's be a math, high school math teacher. Why not? Um, then, oh man, this, this is so crazy to this day. I would say about three weeks before I actually started college, I went to a Bartlett, it's called Bartlett Best Buddies. And it was a um, baseball league for uh, kids with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a friend from high school. Her brother has Down syndrome. This kid, absolutely amazing kid. Wow. Um, absolutely amazing. And I went there and I'm like, whoa, like this is like something because like the patience was always there for me. I feel like my heart was always there. And I saw, I'm like, this is something I can see myself doing. And this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So I literally dove in three weeks in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to change my major to special education. So in my major, um, it's called special education learning behavior specialist. Okay. So I can teach ages three all the way to 21. Wow. I don't need any certificates or anything. It's just three to 21. Wow. So that's kind of where it kind of played out for me. I feel like that leading that group kind of started me kind of building out of my comfort zone for someone, trust me, who needed to be pushed out of my comfort zone at that time. Um, and I feel like it kind of just kind of started building levels from there. So going like you kind of knew before even freshman year started or of college of college. Yeah, I would say once I had that experience of that Bartlett baseball buddies, I was like, okay, like this is like, it really pulled me in for some reason and I ran with it and I do not regret it. It's like whatsoever. So what pulled you in? Cause it's usually, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably you, more like a thing that you can't describe with mm-hmm. words as a feeling, right? It's just, it, I would say it's more of a feel. it's that because how it was set up, you were partnered with a person with Down syndrome, anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I think it was the interaction in that just simple connection, like the, off mm. the bat. And <laughs> honestly, I look back and I think, and it's like the joy that you get, like, it brings you joy seeing, like, I had a, a kid, he stepped in front of me, he was taller than me at this time, and he hit a home run, took his bat, bat flipped, yells, I'm Frank Thomas, and sat <laughs> down, and I'm like, alrighty, like, this is what we're gonna be rocking with. Wow. Let's go. And it's just like that excitement, and the big thing for me now seeing it, it's different every day. You don't see the same thing. You don't teach the same thing every day. It's so different and unique. Um, and I feel like at that point, like that's what I kind of needed. I needed that be pushed out of my comfort zone. I needed something that I can attach purpose and mission to. And I feel like that's a huge thing I could do that with. Wow. What, what's cool about um, you know some of those kids that you meet um, with a disability, Down syndrome, is that some of them have more confidence than, you know, us, like people, 100%. you know, people and who that. don't have a disability. They have more confidence than, you know, regular people. And that's, it's inspiring. I, I couldn't agree more seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's a great point. And there, I, I feel like sometimes we, uh, like, don't, like, they're extremely smart sometimes. And they oh, talk, yeah. they have a conversation yeah. with you, like, whoa, you picked their brain. And like, wow, like, you know more than you should sometimes. Like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And I, you know what? It, absolutely. And I, I'm a big person. Like, my family, my friends know this. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves, first is the R word, honestly. But um, when people says, or people say, like, a disabled person. In my eyes, when you say someone, you say a disabled person, you are labeling them disabled. Mm. If you say someone with a person with a disability, that is a part of them. It's a characteristic. It's not who they are. Did I just say that? I'm sorry. I, no, I, you I'm did just it. Trying to just... You said someone with a disability. Okay. No, hey, you are good. Right. That's, That's just good. something like in this realm, honestly. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, you brought up a good point because it's not they're not taking away their intelligence. They're not taking away certain things, yes, they're limited on certain things, but there's certain areas where they shine brighter than most people, oh, which yeah. is amazing to see. 
It makes yeah. me it makes me feel great seeing it. And you see that on a daily basis. Ooh, I most sure do. most people don't. Yeah. It's yeah. it's something. That's why I education is something that I think as a as a student, I feel like sometimes we undervalue it. And then looking at like we all like do we need this all the time? All this and that like but once you're a teacher, I feel like when you're looking, you're you have those teachable moments, man. You're teaching life. You're, yes, yeah. you're teaching math. You're teaching these common core standards, mm-hmm. but you're teaching life to these kids, and it's it's amazing to see because they buy into it. If you can build their interest and their motivation into what you're teaching, does it get challenging? Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like anybody, like any job, you have yeah. your challenges, yeah. you have your days, man. But, but I could, but I couldn't only imagine because, like, I mean, of course, every job gets challenging. Like as an artist, when I write music, yeah. I had writer writer's block all the time, like. And I just call him. I'm like, man, I can't. Sometimes I don't write, write music for like three months. Yeah. It's off topic, but there's a theory that creative block doesn't exist. But continue. Really? Okay. <laughs> joy being joy. But anyway. Yeah. So like, things like that happens. And then, uh, but for you, it's like, that's something you deal with every single day. And mm-hmm. you can't say no to it. Like, if, 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 like, if, if you're facing a challenge with a person who is dis- dis- disabled, you just, I feel like you, like, you can't say no to him. You have to treat him with whatever he comes at you with. Yeah, and, and for like they go through they go through mood swings all the time. But oh, absolutely, and that's like, I think yeah. that's probably one of the biggest things too. Um, absolutely, there's challenging days, um, there's challenging weeks, there's challenging months. Honestly, it's yeah. because you never know, and definitely with in the midst of adversity that we're in right now, it is challenging for a lot more people. And like the big thing, I feel mm-hmm. like going into a scenario, going into a school day, going into a week with the mindset of like. Instead of I have to have like the mindset of I, I get to. So yeah. like every day you walk in, it's an opportunity to somehow serve them, but also in a way you're serving yourself too because you're building yourself up during that adversity. Um, and I mean, first off, it's just not me. It's just not you have, we call them PLC, so professional learning community. You have people all around you that build you up, they're there to support you. I have, like, I'm part of three grade-level teams, and I'm part of, like, my child study team. Like, you have nonstop collaboration, support. So if I am struggling with something, I'm the first person, like, you know, if I can't understand this, if I don't understand what I want to do here, I will reach out to somebody right away. It's the big, I feel like the biggest thing as a teacher, the biggest resource you have is that person next to you. And it's wow. huge. That's Dude, respect. so you said at the beginning. That's respect. That's respect. Right? Yeah, it is. Uh, you said at the beginning um, that you were... You, when you were younger, you were afraid of public speaking. Yeah. And now, um, we'll put his social media in the description, but dude, you put really inspirational videos on Instagram every Saturday, and you send, you know, you send them to people on Snapchat, too. Mm-hmm. You're out there, you're trying to spark a flame in other people. You're trying to motivate, trying to inspire, just giving them those words that they need to hear. So, I guess you, I'm sure you do that with your, your kids at work, too. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me you do, but I can would... you explain it a little more? Yeah, so I'll, I'll explain two things. The, the one thing, I started this, actually, like, my f- last couple of weeks of student teaching, I started this, like, this Friday routine, and they would repeat, like, words after me, and at first, it was simple as, like, repeat, like, I am amazing. So they would leave every Friday with that notion of, like, I am amazing. Um, and then it led into my first year of teaching, and I was a big believer, Eric Thomas talked about it, embracing the I am. Hmm. So, like, kids nowadays... They, you don't know, like when they go home, you don't know how they're treated. You don't know all this and you don't know what they're told about their abilities. So to put that positive affirmation and put that positive mind shift, uh, mind shift twist on it, it can build a lot for them. So I actually wrote it down for me. This is something I like, uh, every single group, every single day, every single week, 
I started off my groups and they repeated after me. We're like, I am amazing. I am brave. I am smart. I am strong. I am somebody. And we go fist pump or high five every single group. I love it in person because I go around, I give everyone high fives, but it's something that they buy into. I have kids that I started with kindergarten all the way to second grade now and they still know it. Um, so that's something I do every single day. And that's kind of like my mantra, I would say for like this younger generation, I would say coming up. Um, but a big thing, I told Joey a story, um, and it, you kind of speak, you talked about the first episode, speaking things into existence. Mm -hmm. I'm huge on that. I love it. And so I have a student this year who's a kindergartner. Um, he always, always, always says, I can't. Mm. And I'm like, all right, like, how do we shift that mindset? So I'm like, all right, we're done. Like we are unwelcoming. I can't in Mr. Gale's (laughs) office. He looks at me. Cross it off. Okay. So we walk in like a couple days later. He says, I can't. I give him, I look up, I give him that teacher look. Oh, I I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) All right. Yeah, sure. And then the next week, um, I heard him say, I can't, but he self-corrected himself. He said, oh, I can do this. Wow. And the kid next to him, like, we're six feet apart. So I have, like, two a desk and a table. There's two kids, whatever. Then the following, which was just this past week. Mm-hmm. And this literally made my day. I, we, I'm part of Monday Motivation at school. We put it in there. Um, another student, not him, was like, man, I cannot do this. And the kid stood up. He looks at him. He goes, we don't say that in here. We wow. say I can. And that's where, like, <laughs> as a teacher... As a human, like the power of our words, the power of our attitude, the way we show up every day, it's all contagious. It doesn't matter how old or young you are. People build yeah. off of that and they see it. 100%. It's energy, man. It's, 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 it's energy. It's that's energy. what I'm saying. 100%. You feel it. Like, uh, speaking of energy, like sometimes when I have like rough days or rough, rough weeks, I just go to some, a lot of things going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for past weekend, my father had a kidney stone surgery and he was in the hospital for three nights. Sometimes just talking to Joey on the phone, yeah, man. he gave me that energy. He gave me a little boost of, hey, bro, you got this. We going to some stuff right now. Everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. The minute I get hung off the phone, I immediately feel better. I feel yeah. the energy. It's just in the area. Like, I feel it. And then that's 100% agree with that. And I feel like you're, there's no better person than you. For the past 40 minutes that I've known you, I can feel the energy. You're very positive and you're very energetic. And I feel like the job, the, the path that you're taking right now with this teaching a special ed kids... I think you're doing a great job. And I appreciate a, a guy who's positive like you is only going to influence them to be positive every single day. And the yeah. routines that, are, that you're doing on a daily basis with them, I think it's fucking great. I wow. appreciate that. I really, I really that's, do. That's well said. I mean, yeah. you, I'd second that. Like, I could only imagine if I, when I was in elementary school, junior high, high school even, if I had a teacher like Zach. 100%. Could you imagine what yeah. kind of person I'd be like now? I've kind of had to, I've kind of had to self-teach myself positivity. Like, you know, I've, I have positive friends and like a men- and a mentor, mm-hmm. but like you know, like my family around me. It's like I, no one really is like said. You got to read this self help stuff. You got to, you know, listen to these guys. I kind of had to discover it on my own. Yeah. But if I had a teacher like you growing up, God only knows. You know where I'd be. Well, I, I appreciate that, but like, and this is why I brought up the notebook, and I know you have the notebook. <laughs> I feel like as a te- as anybody, the first we're students, no matter what we're doing. So for me, by doing that, man, I'm also teaching myself. Yeah. I'm building that accountability to myself. Yeah. So, like, when I'm saying it, I'm believing it, too. Like, let's go. I'm believing it, too. (laughs) And, like, as these kids, like, I get, like, honestly, that's why, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm, like, the young teacher and everything. But, like, I get, like, pumped up with, like, these kids. Like, if they struggle with something, they struggle, they struggle, and they get it. Like, 
yesterday I freaking like rolled back in my chair and I was like screaming like let's go like yeah. you feed, like the energy you feed the energy 100% so, do, yeah. do you feel that rubbing off on your coworkers too or say someone who's maybe been in teaching longer than you and they're maybe kind of losing their spark um do you feel it rubbing off on them I could say yes and no okay. honestly I feel like this year is definitely different just because you don't interact in mm. person a lot yeah. which is tough it's- but one thing I do gotta say which is amazing and I, I do have people from work that I uh, do reach out sometimes with like the posts I make and everything. Yeah. Uh, my secretary, our secretary at Nergi, she calls me her uh, work son. Um, <laughs> abs- she's absolutely amazing. Uh, she's a big supporter <laughs> um, of like everything I want. I want to do in life. Um, but I was very, it was very cool to see um, the Meet a We challenge that I posted mm. um, on Instagram, social media, whatever. Let's get back to that. In a I bit. will, yeah. But my school, um, part of our uh, March is like the Happiness Month. Uh, month. So we're like, what can we do to incorporate? Well, they actually took my Me to We challenge Oof. and made it into like the Nergi challenge. So that's something like maybe, maybe I don't see directly, but indirectly in their own lives, it could be happening. Yeah, so well, it's just did something they, they kind of like maybe like water it down a little bit for the kids or did they take it? No, it's for the, it's for the staff. Oh, for the oh, staff. I think it's even cooler. It's for the Dang, staff. Only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zach, you know what you would be great at? Did you ever play football? Nah, man. I feel like if you were to play football, you knew there's a hype man in the middle. When I got quiet before the game. Like the Ray Lewis? Yeah. Oh, like man. Recently, I just saw a video. Uh, uh, they were all in the locker room. Man, he gave me the chills. Like, Dude, oh, every they, time. They were all in the locker room, and then um, and this guy started harmonizing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've seen that. They're like sitting, some people, they're sitting on the ground. Some yeah, of them. and they're like, all quiet. Mm-hmm. They're all like, yeah, heads yeah. are down, and they're all vibing, and all of a sudden, another guy comes in with a different harmonization. A guy comes in started rapping everything over it and then the guy started talking everybody started making music like with with before the I was just I was like blown away I got the goosebumps That's and I feel like you'd be one of those men they'd be great yeah. at it <laughs> yeah dude with, with sports it's the you look at the successful teams that win championships or you know with, I guess you have the book over there the Conor McGregor book is coach um, John That's but, the first book I ever read by the way really? and then uh, <laughs> that's the first book I ever finished I still haven't finished no wow. book. That's the only book I've ever read. What's started. it? It's called Winner Learn by John Kavanaugh. Winner yeah. Learn by Jack Kavanaugh. You, you look at like the these great teams that win championships, they, they have a great coach. Mm, you know, leadership. You, you, yeah, it's the leadership and it's the culture within the team. Just like you're building that you're building that culture within your classroom. Yeah. You know, you're probably you know, and then with amongst the coworkers, amongst your fam- family probably, I bet. It's you see it's it comes down to that culture and that leadership and that, that positive energy that is that is spread to everyone in the organization no, or on yeah. the team, in the classroom, um, at work. Yeah, you know? I agree. Everything good, I mean? Yeah, I'm just putting the charger on. Sorry. Okay. Black, black, I was about to die. <laughs> I don't want to die right in the middle when we're talking. Okay. We all did. So, yeah, the, the Me to We challenge. So, I guess you're doing the Me to We challenge, but. First off, what is me to we? Yeah, I don't it's, know what that is, to be honest. Yeah. You mentioned it today. So. Or it's, or I guess you, you call it me over, we over me. Yeah. Is. So this is something I would say does, it's something very special to me. And I'm not the one, like the whole idea of we over me, I'm not the one who created it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to a quote, Inky Johnson, mm-hmm. my guy. <laughs> um, he says, when a, um, he talks about when an individual shifts their perspective from me to we. That is the time the individual becomes literally dangerous. Wait, because who, who again? Inky Johnson. Inky, that's the guy who was talking yes. about Okay, okay. Yes, because he goes, when an individual shifts their mindset from me to we, they become literally dangerous because now they're attached to purpose and mission. So I, as I view it now, 
Um, I, it's always something that's kind of rang true to me. I think that's something I kind of grasped and held on to when I was overcoming my anxiety and everything, like back in high school, a little bit in college. Mm-hmm. It's something that I really dove deep into. Um, and the whole idea about it is like as an individual, and I, that's why I love your, the, is it unique as individuals and collected as a community? Yeah. Unique as individuals, yeah. collected as one, or yeah. another one is collected as an individual, collected as a community. So yeah, I like one. the unique part because not everyone is the same. We all possess different gifts. We all yeah. possess different challenges and oppositions in our life. But what we, what we have the opportunity to do is then use that and then impact somebody else. Help them go through what they, they, they go through. So I love, he talks about like when you're in adversity or when you're in success and you reach the top of the mountain, you get up there. The most important thing you can do is reach back down and grab someone else. Mm. So you're shifting your mindset. You're attaching what you're doing to the people. Like I say the people around me. Like that's one of my biggest influence, I would have to say. Um, and so what I did was, or I shouldn't say I, we did. Right. Um, I reached out to my guys and like, how can we make this, speak it into existence? So when we saw COVID hit, um, we're like, this is literally, like we, we could have done it before, but it was a blessing in disguise. It hit, mm-hmm. we're like, how can we keep positivity up? How can we keep people moving? Because fitness is a big aspect of yeah. our lives. Um, how can we do this in a way that won't pressure people? Because that's not our goal. We don't want to pressure people into doing this. How can we create an open space to help Welcome. people? Yeah. So we created a Sunday accountability group called Me to We. Um, and it, the simple premise behind it was like, get a group of guys together. We let off. I, uh, we would switch off. It started for like a couple of months where like people would bring in their own. It's like we would talk like Joe Ronaldo would talk about commitment. We would talk about different things in the beginning and then work out. Um, and now it's been more so me leading the morning thing, but it's a discussion. Um, it's time to open up when you don't have time to open up during the week and everything. But the whole premise of me to we is really shifting. Like, don't only focus, like you want to grow as an individual, but don't allow your own successes and your own things like blank out everybody else and like empty everybody. Cause you want to focus on serving those people too, because we have so many things within us that we can serve. Uh, but we have to be willing to do it. Yeah. And I think this is something that I've learned. I'm sure it's something that, you, that you've learned too. Um, on each of our respective paths, whether it's, you know, me doing clothing and yeah. design and this, or he, you know, he's doing music and, you know, it's not only like when you reach that point to reach out and grab those hands, but to get to that point, you're going to need them. It's, it's you, yeah. you need people around you to get to that. Like for me, um, like collective brand, it wouldn't be anything without the people who've helped me in every aspect, whether it's just ideas, feedback, uh, support, it's getting photos, everything. And it's. If it was, uh, if it was just me, are you talking about me? I, I'm talking about you <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's it's that emotional support too, and and the uh, you know the family and and my friends. It's your people, man. It's my people, it's your and people. it's we not only should, but we if you don't have that, you're not going to reach the the maximum success that you could, that full potential. Well, yeah, you know, I you hit that on the head, and I love, of course, this is, I I love. I'm a big person with quotes, so I hear Inky man, <laughs> and I I can relate like a lot. He talks about. Be careful when you're shooting for the moon that the people around you don't get burned out by the stars. Wow. And I'm like, whoo, like, and I love that. Like you said, like going up that mountain, yeah, you can reach back, but like you also have those people next to you that are going up with you, which is huge, man. And don't lose sight of that because the people around you, like I always, better together all the time, better together. 
something whenever I um I'm, whenever I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth or you know washing my hands, I'm always looking myself in the mirror and I say something to myself. One of the things Self-talk. I've been one of the things I've been saying lately is we got this. Sometimes I pour myself, you got this, but I've been saying we got this. We got this. It kind of puts me in a mindset to when I step out, you know, and go and interact with people. It's how can I interact with people, engage with people, and be just the you know light up a room. Absolutely. Um, what was it? Uh, winners. Oh, I'm trying to think of a quote. Winners light up a room when they enter, and losers light up a room when they when they leave. That's very true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I t- I've been telling myself we got this. We got this. When I go out and interact with people, um, I'm trying to just be. As, as as intentional as I can. Yeah, be who you are, yeah. and also make sure you're give, giving a positive energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, are you like this a lot? This is like, look, I told you, I don't, I like, not that I don't, I hate reading books. I'm actually love to read books now, but there's, there's, there's really? this really there's this thing that I can't, I just can't finish <laughs> it. Like I, I got like I have a bad ADHD. He knows it. It's extreme. Well, like, I think we all do nowadays, man. Because you know, with our jobs, you know, I, I mean, you're in person now, but like, got to be on Zoom, and I yeah. have, everyone's got a little bit of ADHD. This is kind of, it just comes, some, with the, comes with the times. I can't finish the project sometimes. But this book, I read it and I love it. It's called Three Things Successful People Do. By John C. Maxwell. By John C. Maxwell. And then... Uh, you're going to read of, the three? Or, I, I, know, I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> the, one of the, uh, the, he started off the book saying, success is about knowing your purpose in life, mm-hmm. reach, trying your best to reach your maximum potential, and sowing seeds for others that could benefit. Oh, Oh man, that is. Yeah, I yeah. like that. You know, I feel like you love you love this book. Honestly, I mean, you. I, I mean, you finish it. I'll let you borrow it. I'm not even kidding. I, yeah. I'm looking for. Well, I have like two books. Okay, I'm the, I'm like you, man. Like, I I've never been like this. Is like I feel like 2020. I know, like every like it's it was a tough year for me. I feel like I have been able to grow, and it's been able to help me step out my comfort zones. I know. Maybe it's selfish to say, maybe it's not, but it really has helped me mm-hmm. grow as an individual. Yeah, that's not selfish. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people benefit from this. Yeah, and like yeah. for me, like speaking, making those Saturday messages out of my comfort zone. Yeah, reading. I'm a teacher, and I am not a huge fan of reading, man. I hate it, bro. <laughs> but I'm a big believer. Exposure sparks inspiration. My fiance. Okay. She read, so she went through back surgery early 2020, kind of in oh, 2019. I had no idea. She started reading books. She read 39 or 40 books Damn. in 2020. 39 yes. books? Yes. And now stepping out of her comfort zone, she created a, like a book review appreciation post page called the night shift reader because she's a night shift nurse. I, I just With, followed her. Within month, a, a month, she has a thousand plus followers. And that's what inspired me to keep reading because, like, for me as an educator, first off, I should be reading. I get the opportunity to read. I should. And, like, over 2020, I read uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. That's on my, that's on my to-do list, man. <laughs> Good book. You t- I wanted to run through a wall the first three words. <laughs> Goggins is, like, that's one of my top guys. <laughs> Can't Hurt Me. David Goggins was on, I don't have it. David Goggins was on Joe Rogan at least once. Can't Hurt Me. Okay. Three or four times, easily. Yeah. Wow. Um. I yeah, I read I read uh, Make Your Bed by Adam oh. McRaven. Great, simple read, very powerful. The Navy, like, uh, the Navy, Navy Seal. Yeah, Navy. he gave a Texas commencement speech, and then I'm currently reading Mindset by Carol Dweck. It's like okay. the foundation of fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Hmm. But I'm the same boat. Yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of reading, but now I believe in my eyes. Like, and it was kind of in Goggins' book. Like, do things that make you uncomfortable. 
I don't like sitting down and reading books, but now I'm going to. Yeah, the only reason I started reading because of this guy right here. Yeah, I, I exposure sparks yeah. inspiration. Yeah. Really, I'm sure you know this since you're an educate an educator, but everyone learns differently. Me, me personally, I love reading. I could sit down and read a book for an hour, maybe two hours. But literally, like we, we have, you know, we have like personality traits, this, that, and not everyone is, you know, made to read. You know, it's, it's or it's not their best. True. Learning technique. Maybe, yeah. maybe videos. Or obviously everyone learns best, visual, yeah. best by hands-on. You know? I'm very visual. I'm very yeah. visual. I'm extremely visual. Before I forget, there's this story I saw about the power of books. And it was this... I forgot his name. I'll try and put maybe put it in the description. But um, he has a YouTube channel. He's all about teaching people how to learn faster and this and that. And um, he was interviewing a lady. And she said she read 30 books in 30 days. Okay. But he, then he asked Is her why. Is possible? Listen, listen, listen. 30, but why? He asked her, like, he's like, why did you read 30 books in 30 days? And she said that her mom was diagnosed with cancer, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, it was really bad, and her mom was given 60 days to live, okay? So the doctors told her mom, you got 60 days to live. And so this, her, so this lady, she went ahead and read a book a day for 30 days, or I guess that's how much, you know, 30 books in 30 days, all on holistic health and curing cancer in a natural way and just all about killing cancer okay and then her mom is still alive her mom is uh around her mom you know survived and she said that she her mom accounted to still being alive to all the things that her daughter was telling her which she got from those books the doctors are telling her no but she she read all that she i just got goosebumps yeah right that's why i was like holy shit and like she she taught all those things she learned to her mom and her mom's still around and I was like, damn, like that's... Okay, well, there you go. And this is why I'm going to revert, and I'm a huge person, I'm going to revert back to what I said about attaching things. What you just said, that story, she attached reading, she attached it to purpose, mission, and drive because of her mom. Right. Boom. Right. Boom. Changes happen. And it's... It's that. You, 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 like, you just absorb, like, I can read one book and I'm changed. Imagine after 30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, like... Um, I started so. reading that book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Dude, that I, I've heard of it. I haven't read you, it. Yeah. You got to read it, bro. I, like I wish I read that when I was ten. Like my yeah. mindset on money forever changed after that book. And for me, I'm someone where whether it's a book, a restaurant, uh, a, a product. If I have multiple people telling me, "Hey, you got to read this. Hey, you got to eat here," I'm gonna go check exactly. it. Exactly. I'm gonna you check it out. Now. <laughs> it's, it's word of mouth. So like so many like ten different people told me like from all different parts of my life told me you got to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I got to read this book. Yeah. I read it, and I mean that was I read it. Near the beginning of quarantine, and then I started like actually investing money and be, having a different mindset with my money. Wow. Um, ever since then, so yeah. I'm 30 pitch in, and I've never saved more money than I've ever saved before. <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. 30 pitch. That's it. It's important, that's man. Awesome. People like they have this uh, uh, a, st- a negative stigma against money. That, like money is the the root of all evil, and I disagree, man. It's 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 a tool, and it's if we have money, we have power. Think how much. You know, LeBron James opening a school. Like, think mm-hmm. about, like, the good you could do with, yeah, 100%. with money. Um, especially if you're a good person. Le- Le- LeBron is a good person. That's why he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, me to we, we nailed that. So, how uh, how's the challenge going? Is we're, what, week three? Yeah, we... How, how has it impacted you? And I'll tell you how, what I, how it's impacted me, honestly. Yeah, I feel like um, you brought this up before being intentional. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big thing for me. And I think sometimes, so like, I'll, there's certain things like, and honestly, when I made this, we made this, um, we did it 
to meet people where they're at. Because yeah. we there's like this notion like, like all these fitness challenges like you gotta lose this and like all like this the seventy the seventy five hard just like like seventy five hard I my buddy who was about to finish it killed it amazing yeah he loved it but he did say there is a negative stigma to it because you're looking kind of at body image too you're taking a picture every day right. but overall he said it's more mental than physical so yep. our goal was to meet people where they're at don't focus on one thing why can't we focus on all areas to kind of grow from within. Um, so like the reading challenge, I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted to focus on. And I was, I feel like this time around, I was more intentional with it. Um, today, actually I read today. I did an audio book of my, of my book, but I did 36 pages while I worked out this morning. Um, and I did that. So I feel like that was awesome. Um, the movement, so the working out Mm -hmm. the mindset, I do those on a daily basis already. So that's something that I've been able to keep consistent. The Sunday reflection, I thought it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed those. <clears throat> yeah, I enjoyed I, that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the service, uh, the service, a couple different things. Like for it was, it's like small things. Like you, how because you don't know where people are at in their life. So yeah. for example, like I emailed my principal something after a, a, one of our meetings, and then I got my COVID vaccine, my second dose. Congrats! And I turned to the lady. I'm like, you know, I appreciate everything that you're doing for us. It's, it's simple yeah. things like that. I feel like can change something like that. Um, and then I think for me personally, one of my biggest takeaways, and it's something that hope, I hope we talk about later, um, was the appreciation post for this week. So I still got to do that. Social media, you uh, do a gratitude post of appreciation post of someone who inspires you. Um, and in the post, I talked about like how I don't say this enough, but like I put my dad, like a picture of my dad when we're, I was what, three, four years old. <laughs> Wiffle ball bat, bro, <laughs> in snow gear, playing baseball in the garage. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, stuff like that. And I hope we get, I hope we get to, like, motivation, inspiration a little bit, because that's something I wanted to bring up, just the influence that he has. Wow. But overall, this, I really like it. My mom has bought into it. Um, uh, my fiance has bought into it. I mean, I go from, I'll, I'll work, work out in the morning and then go to work, and then I'll go walk with her after uh, my work before she goes to work or something like that to get kind of everything flowing but yeah it's been going good for me can i ask you a question yeah what, what do you do to say that to keep that consistently and discipline consistency yeah. um truthfully i feel like in my mind i mean let me break it down first so every single day i'm a big person on purpose i'm a big big person on that positivity and it, it's not something I've always been. I had to grow into it. Mm-hmm. So literally if I, so say this is my bed. I know the viewers can't see, but <laughs> I wake up every morning and on my wall, I have the quote, what's your why? So I feel like for me, and I really, I am somebody when I do certain things, I attach it to the people around me. Like, it's, it is no joke for me. Like I feel like in, it could be a, people can see it as, Oh, it's a lot of pressure, but I think when you're building something by yourself and only for yourself, one small thing goes wrong. You are you are willing to quit on yourself, I feel like, sometimes. But if you're attaching what you're doing to people, that consistency, that discipline, that determination to keep going, I feel like it's almost – I don't want to say it's easy. It's not easy, but it's very um, – it's not, it's less hard if you attach it to people around you, I feel like. So, so that's the biggest thing for me. You're attaching that why, that purpose – to your all your actions, my family, my fr- yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm attaching my drive and all that to my actions, so you my drive is on display practically because you should see how I interact with people. Like that's 
that's what I want it to be. It's how it should be for me. I don't know if that made sense. It, right. No, it does. I, well. I kind of relate. I'm I'm kind of in a similar way where like I make my bed every morning. I'm like, this is gonna be my first masterpiece of the day. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make this bed. It's gonna look nice and crisp. And then say I'm going to hang, hang out with you and Trevor. We're gonna create. I'm trying to get myself in the mindset like, what are, we're gonna make a masterpiece today. I'm gonna be there for them. We're gonna we're gonna be our authentic selves. We're gonna create something and we're gonna get some oil on the canvas today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I can add that too, I, you kind of spark something too. Okay. For me, also a big thing I feel like, and Goggins talks about this a lot. Um, sometimes I will look back to where I was to where I am now, dude. Um, yeah. And I think it's for I know for me and for a lot of people it's huge. But I was like I said, I literally despised speaking. <laughs> like, bro, I would sweat. I'm pale as it is, so my face would turn red. <laughs> I'm sweat, like, and I would talk real fast and everything. I just did not want to do it. Um, <clears throat> and I feel like there's certain things. I was so worried about the judgment of other people. Mm. And one of my, what I would say one of my favorite quotes, and I talk about with people, like, when they talk about comparison, is comparison is the greatest thief of joy. Um, and, of course, Inky says that. Um, but comparison is the greatest, thing, like, the greatest thief of joy. So when I think about, the, like, when I compare myself to people, and it's natural. I still do it to this day, but not to the extreme where it was. But it takes away your happiness. It takes away your fulfillment if you keep comparing yourself. It does. And if you... I realize if you let those judgments in, they might not even exist. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's your manifesting. Exactly. Ex- you're thinking what other people might be thinking of you. They might not even exist. They're, yeah. they're, they're, cases, they're thinking of themselves more than they're thinking about you. I, and, literally, <laughs> I literally heard that say on a podcast. You're exactly right, dude. And if, if you're letting those possible judgments of other people hold you back then it's you're not going to feel happy you're not going to feel fulfilled yeah something that i like when i around the time i started collecting it was people are going to talk about you whether you do it or not so you might as well do it whatever you do there's gonna be (laughs) someone that judges you whatever you do you can be the richest man you can be the poorest man you can be the best the worst athlete no matter what you do someone is going to judge you so why not be you yeah now i didn't have that mindset in high school i was extremely insecure about singing or rapping like my, my first year in the United States, I was only I was fourteen. So, yeah. Because I came to the United States when I was fourteen, which was two thousand eleven. Okay. And I had no English. Like I could not talk. I, I the only thing I knew was hi and and where's the <laughs> yeah. bathroom. And then um, uh, that's, that's so how, crazy. Man, your English is really good, dude. Thank you. Like, yeah. But yeah, so that. But I always loved music, like growing up in Iran. Absolutely, like, I loved singing. Like it just it was always in me. I was singing Farsi in my in, my, in Persian. In Turkish, and then uh, it just been always a part of my life, and I never thought I could do it one day as a career. Or I mean, I, I don't even see it as a career, but it's something I extremely it's a passion. Enjoy, it's a love enjoy doing. Yeah. Like, it's I, I'm gonna take that. Back. It's more than a passion. It's like a vision. What's yeah, power? I yeah. get up and like it's there. Like sometimes I have some important things to do, and I like, completely stop doing it and go to the studio and try to write something. If you're not if you're not doing it, then you're not being you. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, in high school, no one had any idea about me <laughs> being singing or musically in, in talented. Not at all. No, yeah. None of my friends had any idea. And then until like after, and I was extremely uh, scared. I hated to sing from anybody. And then uh, relating on what you said, like you were ex- scared of talking in public. For me, it was the same case. And then I kind of, I don't know when, there was a, there was a snap. <clears throat> there was a snap. I, f- I feel like it was like second year of college. My man, I don't know what to do with my life. 
I already tried two, three majors. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm gonna fail. All these thoughts in your head, you could start comparing. You're, not, you're to, gonna succeed. Yeah, all the all these. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah, <laughs> all these thoughts in your head, you compare yourself to your classmates, to your to your to people you graduated oh, with, and then uh, like music, man, music. And literally, a door started opening. Uh, I started writing music, and I met Ham. And right now, I don't think I've ever been more confident about myself than ever. Wow. Yo, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day listening to this podcast. Please leave us a feedback on your listening platforms. Also, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Collective Conversations. You could also message us and have a conversation with us. We would love to hear your feedback. Enjoy listening to the rest of the podcast and have a great day. Thank you. I couldn't agree more either. Yeah. I feel like I'm not saying right now because I think both all three of us like we're still going on a journey like this is a non-stop we're, we're also thing. still i think we're also young we're in the discovery stage Hell yeah. well exactly discovery but this is like. and but that's amazing and this is the amazing part about it, it like i don't know if you guys talked about it, i was listening but like people have this like pre-notion about like millennials like uh-huh. and that's something that's like why not and i'm like honor the legacy left before you leave a legacy for the generation come behind like yeah. leave this place better than you found it so it doesn't matter how old how young like we all had that opportunity to do it and like for us doing it at 20 22 23 mm-hmm. 24 like, mm-hmm. all this like we're building something like we're building that mindset shift like we're building things to hopefully sustain throughout the years not only for us but for people coming behind us yeah the next generation baby that what you just said right there um leaving you know leaving a legacy for the generation of the people behind you that is like powerful it's it's my big why it's my big why like, I always think of Elon Musk. He's like Mars. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm going to build something that like, we're going to take humans to Mars. Me, I'm like, I see like collected or just me as a person, whatever my impact on people is, is like contributing to society, contributing to human culture, contributing to something that we're pushing us forward in some small way, but it's contributing somehow. And if say I die tomorrow all my whatever work I leave behind uh, any t-shirts it's all it's all gonna be left behind that's what people are probably gonna remember me for um but be, be the snowflake that starts the avalanche <laughs> <laughs> just takes one more snowflake yeah. <laughs> but that, that's like I guess you know going back to it that's one of my why's is just contributing to this big you know, this big thing we have going on like why is there this stigma around millennials or why can't I be like the, the the uh, exception, like why, yeah. you know? But no, I, I love that quote. Be snow, be snowflake. That's so the avalanche. I just thought about you it. know Brandon <laughs> Dos Santos. Brandon Dos Santos. He Ooh. sent me that, and I'm like, like, like this. I like this. I like this a yeah. lot. Brandon Dos Santos. Dosi. That's a driven individual. Yes, sir. He's, We've been talking. We've been that? talking. Yeah, I mean him. He's he's a he's a big supporter of collected. Yeah, as well. I know. He's, yeah, uh, we've been talking. Yeah. I text him a lot, and he's that guy's getting it done, man. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. He's grinding. He's we should maybe, maybe get him. Maybe get him on the podcast. Who, Jerry? No, Brandon Dos Santos. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Uh, the, I was just thinking about another book I was reading. I can't find it. Oh, it was in a. So I was working for a company called True Green. Okay. I was landscaping, doing uh, yeah, uh, for like make going to grass, make sure they're all green. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> I was uh, listening to this uh, book. It's called Millionaire Success Habit. And then uh, right, Dean Graziosi, right? Dean, 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 yeah, you guys yeah. talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he was saying. Uh, your seven whys. Mm. Uh, he had, apparently he had a show event for students or something, and then uh, he would just figure out students, their personality, and what yeah. they want to do in life. 
And then he said that if you want to know if the person is passionate about their goals or their journey or if they're taking it serious, ask the seven whys. And, I'm, and it's confusing, but it's pretty much asked why, like what's your purpose in life? And, he, and what, like, let me, let me, let me do, let a small practice on you. <laughs> Jack, what do you do in life? What do I do in life? Yeah, you already said it, but like just. I, I serve people. Okay. I Why? Serve. Why? Because after the grand scheme of what we're doing, I believe that everybody has that gift to represent their gifts to serve other people. Meaning, like, the gifts we have, we're able to give that out to other people because we don't know where everyone else is at, at in life. Mm-hmm. So by giving our gifts out, I believe we're making them better and we're making ourselves better. Why do you want to make others better, though? Dude, this... In- I, 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 I'm trying to stay to your question, <laughs> yeah. but like that's the big. Why do I want to make other people better? Well, first off, because I feel like I don't want to make other people better. I can't make other people better. True. What I can do is I can spark something within them mm-hmm. to make them better. But because I feel like because what I've seen in my own life, habits I've picked up, people I've listened to, inspiration I've got, I've seen where my I'm. I'm not the most successful person, but in my eyes. I'm living a life I'm happy with. I'm living a life that I'm fulfilled with. I'm growing as an individual, but I'm also building a community around me. Okay. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm and sorry. Then you pretty much, uh, uh, you, that you just said you want to be, influ- I feel like you just said you want to be influencer, right? Would no, you, would I, you, you know you, what? But you are though. I, I think you are. Because what you're doing in life, especially teaching the kids like that, I think you influence a person. Okay. Or how would you say the, the, the second question that you asked? Like how would you would, so you're an influencer, but why do you want to be influencer? Why do you want to make you say make those people feel better about themselves? Or why do you want to be that positive guy who who goes into a room leaves a positive energy? Because when I was in high school, I was not that person, hmm. and I allowed that to hold me back. I feel okay. like in in multiple aspects. And I told Joey this. I sent him so 2019 in November, like November 2019, I applied for the Titan Games. It's the show The Rock host. Yeah. And I was going to ask you this, so. I saw that in the beginning of 2019, and I turned to my fiance Taylor, and I'm like, I'm doing this. <laughs> and I'm, the more you learn about me, I feel like I've grown a lot. And I'm, I'm proud to say that. It's not selfish. It's not cocky. I have grown a lot from yeah, where I it's was. It's not selfish at all, man. Um, And I'm like, I'm doing this. And like, I'm someone like, you challenge me, like, have fun. Um, So... <laughs> I started the application. It took me three months for the application. Put together videos, all this. And I, my quote, like the, in my head, I'm like, I said I was going to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be someone who just talks about it. I'm going to be about it too. So when I did that, I'm like, <clears throat> sent my video out. Joe Ranallo, a lot of people yeah. know him. He was so big with it and he loved it. He supported it. He started sending it out to people. So it was like on Facebook, whatever. So for me, it was cool. I ended up being like one point, it was like 1,800 views on it. It was it's a cool experience, but yeah. for me, it kind of gave me that stepping stone. Like you know what, maybe I do have a voice, maybe I do have a message. Let's experiment. Let's push. Let let's push the the norm right now because the norm right now is negativity. The norm is let's put people down. Let's push some positivity. Let's see where it takes you. And the, for the me, norm for like society and also for just the norm for Zach Gale. You're yeah. changing the norm of who it, it, you know what I'm saying? That's, I didn't think about that. That's huge, dude. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's it's, it, literally, that's huge. I talked about in the perspective piece that I wrote for you guys, mm-hmm. um, my biggest thing was the negative what-ifs. Like, what if this happened? What, but it was a negative thing. It wasn't like, oh, what if I get to be a speaker someday? Yeah. No, it was never positive. It was always a negative part of it. It's a good point, Joe. Yeah. It's a huge, good point. That's awesome, um, because and I think the guy, Dean, who used to always keep <clears> going, and he was keep asking why and why and why, same questions over and over again. 
and then to the point, uh, to the point, the guy gets like the guy who was answering the question gets emotional because mm-hmm. uh, he starts talking about his why. And then uh, the, one of the kids he was interviewing, he, he started talking about his family mm-hmm. about his seventh question, saying why. Yeah. And then he got extremely <clears throat> emotional. And then he said that if you see that in the person's eyes, who starts getting like personal with his goals and his why gets related to his big plan that he's going through, that's when you know uh, he's extremely passionate towards yeah. his goals. Pulling, no, those, I like pulling those layers back. Yeah. And keep picking it. Keep pulling those layers back because. I've written down grow from within. It's you. You look at you know us. Anybody. It's anyone who has achieved like a degree of success. It's yes, the outward success looks great, but everything started from within them. You know what I'm saying? It's their their process of self discovery and self growth, and their their consistent hard work. And it you know it started from within them, and then impacted their family, impacted their friends, and then their community, and then. You can obviously on social media now. You can just impact the world just like that. And by how I said serve, and I know it's very sometimes it's kind of broad and very generic. But like when I think of serve, and a lot of the people I I listen to and I I hear, and it's it is a common word now. I feel like, but if I if you think about it, I think about it like our daily actions. If we can hold up our positivity, we can hold up our drive and display our drive in our actions, in our words. You are serving somebody else. You are serving someone to hopefully do better and be better because of what you're trying to do yourself, I feel like. By wow. starting the Me To We Challenge, you're serving others. Absolutely. Like, I, I had people, like, when I posted on my, like, Instagram story, I had people who barely know me. I guarantee they don't know who you are. Yeah. They're saying, this is awesome. Like, this is great. And, like, people are saying, they're saying they were going to do it. Not sure if they are doing it. I should check in with them. But you're serving them indirectly. Yeah. You don't know them, but they're, you know, they're seeing that. They're like, wow, this is something I could, I, I could do this. You know, it's not... It's not intimidating. Um, it's it's manageable. I remember at March first, I was like, I was looking forward to it. I had I was, written, I was I, so hyped. I had written down on my calendar. I woke up that that morning, March first. I was I got to writing. I was like, this this feels great. And I was I was kind of in a phase where I, I have like a bunch of notebooks saved up from my writing for the past few years. But past couple months, I've for some reason haven't been writing that much. But starting you starting the challenge or what would you call it a movement challenge? Whatever you want to call okay. it. Yeah. It got me back in my writing habit. The snowflake that started Evelyn. Ah, <laughs> let's go. Come on. It, it got me back in my writing habits. So and now I write at least I look over my notes every night and every morning. <clears throat> so I'm connecting day to day. Yeah. Day to day. Um You're an yeah. influencer, man. Don't say you're not. Yeah. Okay, if you want to call me an influencer, sure I, I could be an influencer, but I am an influencer because I have been influenced. Okay. Ooh. And I think that Ed Milad talks about that. In order to be an influencer, you must be open to being influenced. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not an influencer. You can think you are, but I believe you have to be influenced before you can influence other people. 100%. So you talked about David Goggins, Inky Johnson, uh, Eric Thomas. So these guys influence you. They inspire you. Do you see yourself being like them? Or do, are they just more like they're, they're serving you? Or do you see yourself maybe being a motivational speaker? Um, it's a good question, a tough question, I feel like. Uh-huh. Um, like I said before, speaking, uh, nah, we'll think about it. But like, <laughs> but like now, like I, I think I be, and I, I love the quote by Goggins. He says, become comfortable with the uncomfortable. John Cavanaugh in that book. Maybe that's another book. And maybe, read, man. It's, but it's like, you're growing with that. And I believe, cause like when you step out of your comfort zone, then you are truly growing. Um, you know what? I'm at the point, I'm someone like, wherever 
my life takes me, it's going to take me in that, in that aspect, I feel mm-hmm. like. Because, you know what, I'm not going to push to be a motivational speaker because what I am, I'm an everyday person. I'm never going to leave my teaching job because I know no matter where you are, you're always a teacher. You guys are teachers. You guys are teaching people lifestyle, all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I will personally never leave what I'm doing in 54. I absolutely love it. That is, I think, one of the biggest services of my life. Um, Even in 20 years, you don't think you'll be... I can maybe, if, if people would want to allow me to serve and give that opportunity to speak to a team or speak to people, 100%. I think, Spread I think, the love. I think, I'm telling you right I think you're on that path to maybe go to a business that needs a more positive culture, You and they hire you, whatever, and you go in there and you kind of, there's people who do that, the guy who wrote um, Happiness Advantage, that's what yeah, he does. Sean he, Anchor, yeah. he goes to different like, you know organizations, he influences them, or... Um, there's other guy I know, John Gordon. He'll go from business. John Gordon, just listen today. I love. Yeah, yeah. you'll you go to like sports teams. Yep, Clemson, like he, big time. Yeah, like um, you don't see yourself ever being. I would. Like that. I've always honestly, when I feel like, I feel like once I kind of started on the path and kind of putting my voice out there, I feel like because everyone has a voice, it's it's up to us if we want to use it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like once I can, I of course I envisioned that that was my positive what ifs in my life. I feel like, yeah, like what if I can do this or like speak to the, like all that. <clears throat> but like, if I got the opportunity, hundred percent, I think it's awesome. But I also want to be living that everyday life in what I'm doing in the education system. To be honest, because yeah. I find it's it's fulfilling. First off, but it's just something giving back. Yes, I don't know. I just feel so much joy when I do it. Wow. I really do. <clears throat> um, that just reminded me of something I want to say. Like when you were talking about when you were discovering, okay, what major am I going to do? What's going to be my career? Yeah. But the you came back to music because it was a feeling. When you were, uh, what was it called? Best Buddies. The Best Buddies, yeah. The Best, what was it called? Best Buddies. Best Buddies. Um, it was a double, feeling. Double B. Yeah. It was a feeling that you had. Yeah. Um, for me, it's when I'm, uh, you know, like at a, a vendor event and I'm like, you know, selling sneakers or like interacting with people that they collected and selling shirts uh-huh. or like talking, even this, like the talking ideas back and forth. Like that, it's, it's a feeling. Oh, I love You know what I'm saying? And so... It's so hard to describe. It's just yes, you know what I'm saying. It's just like it's it's that feeling deep deep down within it, like yeah. the core of your being. It's just like resonates to all levels. Like this is what you're supposed to be doing, Joe. Mm-hmm. This is what you're supposed to be doing, Zach. This is what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, it's just like a resounding like yes, and it's you can't really describe it with words. It's just a feeling like living yeah. the moment. Huh? Yeah, living the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you're talking about like going like I'm this summer. I'm gonna start my master's for educational leadership. Okay. So I'm pumped for that too. Like Let's I, go. I want to stay in the classroom as long as possible. But I had a great conversation with my administrator saying like, I always thought like the classroom is where you impact the students the most, which goes, think about when you're upper and upper and, and like you're impacting an entire district, entire community. I'm like, okay, like let's look at it. So that's something but like going back with the Inky and the Goggins and Eric Thomas, <laughs> man, I feel like. When we, when we talk about inspiration and motivation, like those are three guys. I, I told you, it's like my three-headed dragon when it comes to motivational speaking. Those guys get paid to do that. Like they get paid to do it, yeah. Right. And I would, I don't, and the thing in my, like, like if I get paid to do it, it is what it is. But like for these guys, like it's not who, it's not like what they do, it's who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's how they live their life. And I think the biggest thing, and I'm, I feel like as I grow, the biggest thing is perspective. Like that, that's been huge for me. And so Eric Thomas was like a couple of videos I used to watch and like back in high school. I would show that in that group that I ran and all that. But Inky dude, like and I say like my guy, like I started listening to him sophomore year of college, like beginning. 
and I like, I would swear to you on this. Since that day, I have at least listened to 10 seconds of a video of him every single day since. Wow. Damn. Every single day since. And I'm going to tell you a story oh, on that real quick. You got me hooked. What's his name again? Inky Johnson. Inky Johnson. I'm going to tell you a story. You tell your story. I want you to tell Inky's story. Just like I will. A, and a maybe, overview. So, District 54. This is my story about him, first off. <laughs> District 54, uh, t- last school year. Last school year. We always have like a kickoff to the school year. And they're like, oh, like two speakers are coming to speak and everything. And, <laughs> and of course, I'm the guy who doesn't read the email about who's speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in like the world of the parking lot waiting to go in and all this. And my principal goes, yeah, uh, this guy's speaking and then someone named Inky. And I'm like, Inky Johnson? And she was like, uh, yeah. And I literally, I, first of all, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I thought I was a little kid again. You didn't read the email. I was like, what? I, I did not read the email. And I was like, I'm talking about like hype beyond belief <laughs> and when he's up there speaking i'm literally wording what because i've listened to him so much his wow. his message his life his story his growth all that has impacted me and so he walks off stage and i'm like i'm in the second row like the about like the balcony part whatever and i'm like you would think i'm stupid if i don't go down there and try to talk to him 100 you kidding me yeah. so i'm like the third person in line and i walk up to him and i literally almost started bawling <laughs> I literally because I wanted to say so much but I, I literally right. couldn't and, and I'm like and I literally just stood there I'm like you know what I've been listening to you for the past eight years of my life I'm like you have changed my life That's and I was like feeling in my chest bro like this. and I just couldn't say I literally almost and I literally went home <clears throat> and then I'm like, I'm like mom dad I'm like you'll never guess who I just heard speak <laughs> they're like who I'm like Inky Johnson I just started bawling I was <sighs> like it was just something because I feel like I took, like, I'm a big person now. I feel like people like, like to listen to motivational speaking, but the biggest thing you can do with that is applying it. If you don't mm-hmm. apply it, no offense, but it's, it's worthless if you don't apply it. Right. So I was able to take those small lessons that he was talking about and just very quickly and like small aspects of my life and just adding it in. And I feel like that also helped my consistency. Um, he's a big person on perspective. He's a big person on gratitude. So the gratitude part also came into play with me and everything. But for him, Goggins and Eric Thomas, the idea of perspective, being champions of adversity, like that's where like I feel like I've really grown and really grasped for me. But Goggins is a guy that mental toughness. And like he's someone Dude, the I, story he shared on Joe Rogan's podcast is like gruesome. Like this guy's been through, through some shit. Like what? He's like the only person like to ever exist to like do the SEAL train SEAL training like three three hell weeks. Wow. Oh my god. What do you say to you when you saw him? No, he, he, well, Inky, so this is Inky, but Inky, 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 when, you, when, when he, he said yeah. it, he goes, he goes, thank you for the support, brother, and he gave me a hug, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> all right, um, but kind of with Inky's story, I'm not going to share, it's not my story to tell, Yeah, but, <clears throat> so, he grew up in Atlanta, all this, but I want to get to the point where, so he played t- Tennessee football, and it was like the third, it was, a, it was a third game against Air Force, and he was going in for a tackle to kind of like end the game. And when he hit him, like, his whole body went, like, numb. And crazy enough, he ended up paralyzing his right arm and hand. Complete like, paralyzed. So he couldn't nothing. He was, like, an NFL prospect, He was right? an NFL. He was, it was, it was in the first-round draft picks. Like, the, he was predicted to go in the first round. And I think what gets me the most with him, man, what gets me the most with him is when 
he was told he could never play football again. This is like this is after going like through PT and all this. And his like his why up until that point was football. Was football. Yeah. He was gonna bring his family out of the dirt with football. Yeah. And then his doctors tell the doctors tell him this. They tell yeah. him you know. So they said you're never gonna play football again. So he turns to the doctor, and this is at what twenty something years old, not even. And he goes, "What about physically? Like, what do you mean physically?" He goes, "Physically, I'm saying." He goes, "He goes, I might have a paralyzed right arm, but he goes." Every single day of my life, I'm going to impact people by the way I live my life. And I literally, I have goosebumps saying that, like, he, in the same, like, he has a disability. He has a paralyzed right arm. Mm-hmm. But he talks about, and this, it get, revs me up because he goes, they couldn't take my attitude. They couldn't take my drive. They couldn't take my work ethic, my, all that. And he just started, started listing stuff. And I'm like, let's go. Like, and I bought into that. And that's, that's been a huge for my life, too. That's huge. And, like, Goggins, he's another guy, like, that mental toughness. Like, I, I sent you a video this week. Bro. Man, I went I went for a two-mile run, two-mile weighted run in the snow on Tuesday or Monday. When I, because that's another thing where, like, challenge your mind is a huge thing, too. And I, I have some, like, people are, people that know me, like, look, like, like, really, dude? But I enjoy it. It's really, I believe, like, if you would, for a workout, and we can get, we'll get to workout, oh, I know that. 100%. But, like, if you quit on a run, if you quit on a workout, like, I correlate to, the, to life. Like, you're going to quit on somebody in your life. How could you do that? Almost type of deal. Wait, is it is it true that you wake up at 4 in the morning every day? Yeah. Uh, Monday through Friday, I wake up at 4.10. On Friday, Saturday, I wake up at, like, 5.45, 6. That's what it tells me. That's an uncommon breed, my man. I got one question. How the fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll go into that now. Because, like, um, man, I'm not a morning person. 4 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday. So, that started off... Like, I just went to sleep, like, a few hours before that. Like, <laughs> like but the reason I said I'm not a morning person, like, I could stay up until 4 a.m. at and be extremely <clears throat> productive. 100%. Like, write songs yeah. and, like, uh, write two songs in one night and be a, have the whole layout of the song from the intro to the finish and, like, make, make create a masterpiece. Yeah. But I can't wake up and do that. Yeah, and I don't know why. Hmm. And that I feel like for me that kind of reverts. So that started also when I was student teaching. I ha- I had to find a balance in my schedule, and I'm like, f- my first instinct was like, all right, well, I'm not gonna go to the school, the gym after school because it's just too packed. Like, are you serious? So why not <laughs> yeah. go when no one's there? Like eight people in the gym. But for me, I honestly, and I don't say this to be cocky. I, don't, I think waking up is the easiest thing part of my day. Is, is easiest part of my day. Wow, it's, it's built into me. And I feel like that kind of reverts back to, like, my drive and my motivation, my inspiration. I mean, like, dude, even, like, you guys, I feel like Collected is part of my inspiration now. And I'm somebody, I grab, grab, and grab, and I just keep fueling this drive. Because I am somebody, like, I'm going to say a name a few people in my life real quick. My little brother was 14. He's a 14-year-old with a dog mentality already. Like, he is a beast. I have a 22-year-old brother. He has the biggest heart I've ever seen. My mom, she's taught me how to care for people like no other. My fiance, she's she's a superhero. She's saving babies. Like, come on. Like, her fa- her and family inspires me. But then I go to my dad, and man, and this is going to get a little little there. Um, my dad, when he was eight, he lost his dad. Oh, no. Sorry, when he was 15, he got shot. Lost two of his best friends. When he was 20, he lost his twin brother. When he was 27, he went into rehab for drugs and alcohol. And then when he was... 58 this past year he went through a year and a half of surgeries infections and he's still recovering now that's a so people ask me how i people ask me how i keep going there you go like you cannot stop me when i attach my stuff to that god bless my my dad he told me this i talked to him are you okay because he it's his story to share it's not Mm -hmm. my story but he told me go ahead because it's a big part of he doesn't even know this but like 
that's what like keeps me going. Like people ask me how I don't stop. Like that is literally why. You find inspiration in the smallest smallest places in your life. Absolutely. You know Dude, I I find inspiration and fuel through people's adversity because I'm like. They have it worse than me right now. How can I make it better for them? Yeah. So, like, my dad, he said the biggest thing, and this is, like, gives, he gives me goosebumps when he told me this. He goes, when he was 27, 28, when he was in rehab, within a week or two, this big guy came out, and he there's a group of 12 of them, whatever. He goes, only one of you is making it out of here. Guess who that one person was? My dad. Wow. Boom. And then at 30, what he said, 30-something years old, in his 30s, he created, he started and helped... A, a program called Victories of the Heart for Addiction. So wow. he's, he's, he's 32 years sober right now. Are you close sober. to today? Yeah, very close. That's what's up, man. Wow, man. Yeah, so that's... I'm, I People talk about, like, drive and, like, getting me going. Like, that's all I need, man. That's yeah. all I need. Is he, your, is he your biggest hero? I would say so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I don't even know what to say. That's just... I mean, I... I like and, but you say the word, like, adversity, like, that's... That's why... And like, he's a champion of adversity. And I say it, like... And I think people, like, I've, and honestly, like, we talked about, man, like, the norm of this era right now is just negativity. It's, like, adversity hits. Complaining is cool. Complaining like, is cool. Like, I, yeah, it's, like, negativity, complaining, like, adversity, like, we're allowing that to stop us. And you sent me that video that got me going, and the, it's literally said, like, everyone is told to stop right now. And I dare you to ask the question, why not keep going? Why, why do we stop? Um, and like, it's like stuff like that. Like I have no excuse to stop and that's, I have breath in my body and life. I can keep that's going. Cool. Yeah. It's like, don't like, why, why are we stopping? Yeah. Like I understand people go through, you need time to grieve. You need time to recover and support. But along when you're going through your own opposition, someone is also looking at you and you are affecting them somehow. Like I, I honestly do. And I'm saying this, I'm gonna get a sip of water first. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry for talking so much. No, bro. Please. I'm just getting that's, really that's, hyped that's up. That's why now. we got you on here, man. But uh, when he, we, he was going through that because that was that was a lot with my dad this past year. But mm-hmm. like there was like I would say March and like a little bit of March April, yeah, March April. Like I struggled, like and I was I couldn't see my fiance for a little bit because she was a nurse, so she was that was when COVID really yeah, started. So of course we wanted to be safe. On. Yeah, my dad was going through like the rehab for the, his legs and that, all that stuff. And dude, there was. And I tell my buddies, like, they're like, what kind of music do you like listen to when you work out? I'm like, well, it depends. Because I, I literally have attached songs to people in my life. And, like, what I, the one morning, I couldn't even tell you what song it was. And I was literally, I was bench pressed. I was doing something. And I had tears going down my eyes. And just fueling. Like, and it wasn't, like, sad or angry. I was just like, let's go. Like, let's go. Like, why are we stopping? And it's something, like, people, like, look at me. And it's like, oh, like, it's almost cocky. It's all this. And, like, but, like. At the grand scheme of things, like, we all have a, the potential to do something that's bigger than us. Not just, like, bigger than us. But you have to be willing to grasp onto it. Like, Les Brown talks about, like, the greatest gifts are found in the graveyard. Because people don't allow their gifts to go out and explore the world. Or, like, what, the, the richest place. Or the richest the place. All yeah, that. All it's that. so true. So, it's like, you know, looking at your dad's <clears throat> life. Maybe looking at David Goggins' life. Inky Johnson. They've been through... You know, more adversity than me. Would you say they've been through more adversity than you? So it's like, you, you got to make yourself, you got to maybe purposely go through that inver- adversity yourself. So yeah. that's maybe, maybe part of the reason why you wake up at 4 a.m. And, and work yeah. out. It's just like, well, even though you said it was easy. If I were to wake up at 4 a.m. every day, that'd be, 
That'd be tough for me. I'd be a three uh, by five. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I think about because I, you know, I've grown up in, in Schaumburger, Illinois, and I've, I'm going to be honest, I've had an easy life. We're blessed. We're, right. We really so we're are. blessed. We've had an easy life. We have food and business and like a healthy community. We have no crime around here. It's it's a great area. Yeah. I've grown just... up almost no challenges in my life. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta somehow put myself through the challenge. Yeah, and that's what, yeah. You know what I'm saying? How like how else am I gonna grow up and be you know grateful or I don't even know how am I gonna grow if I'm not going through challenge. I gotta purposely put myself through it. So it's even as small things as I say small things. Yeah. Even, even as like taking a cold shower, just like even just yeah. making a cold for a little bit, making sure I'm working out, reading books. Like I don't have to, but if I want to become a better person, if I want to grow, I gotta put myself through it purposely because life hasn't really handed me many like a, yeah. a ba- any bad hands yet. So it, one of my favorite quotes by uh, I don't know who, who is it by, but he was saying that if you got air in your lungs. Food in your bowl and roof on top of your head, you're one of the wealthiest men on the planet. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> it's so and true. I, and I was actually talking to Sajid yesterday. Sajid is our photographer. Okay. Extremely talented. He's guy more with, than a photographer. He's, yeah, he's like, he's our brother now. He's, and he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a creative brother. Very, very visionary guy with the camera. I was talking to him. Uh, and then I, it just conversation came up. My, I guess I brought it up. I'm like, why do people got to be so damn negative sometimes? And then he was like, I don't know, bro. And then I'm like, I'm going to tell you something, Sajid, because I was born and raised in Iran <laughs> until I was 10 years mm-hmm. old, and I lived in Turkey for four years, and I came here. Those ex- it's very different over there, Zach. It's uh, extremely yeah. different over uh, there, uh, like, it, it, especially from the street, the culture, yeah. the behavior of people, the economy, the, the emotion that people go through. It's like, especially back home in Iran, my, my uncles, my families, my cousins are going through so much shit right now. It's just, it's bad. Yeah. And I see that. I'm like, I'm here. I'm doing a podcast. Chasing after my goal music makes, makes me extremely grateful. And then Absolutely. I just thank God every single day. Because what if I was there? What if I never, what if I, why God chose me out of all my cousins and family? We have a huge families over there to mm-hmm. come to the United States. Why? Why they're struggling over here and I'm over here having yeah. the easy life? Yeah, this, it's easy and yeah. it, this just goes to show like I don't want to really take this path but I just want to say like the last year we saw people like hating like oh like you know like you know, fuck this country like this country so, like, yes we have our problems in America but man you, every single person that come here every immigrant that you talk to they say that this place, this America, is better than where they came from. That's why we have that mentality that you see immigrants working their ass off trying to make. No it. matter what country they came from, ever it's yeah. Africa, Europe, Asia, they they said, yeah, I would, I would definitely come to America. They, it's, like, and we, I, I grew up here, and I know people who were like, you know, aren't grateful, like they don't really realize those things. It's like, man, it just goes to show, yeah, like this, this is the best place to live in the whole world, and. Like you just, I would agree. My dad, my dad just said, uh, Iran, they they uh, disagreed to not buy the Corona vaccine yet. And then, what? And then uh, people still dying over there, and no one's talking about it. No one's. So their their country, their their government said, no, we don't need it because of the, the politics and stuff. Yeah. Because of the politics, for the just things like that. I see. I'm like, man, I was part of that, and now I'm not. I escaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I literally escaped, and then as the, and that might sound bad, but I miss home, man. I miss, I do miss home. Yeah, absolutely. My, my cousin, it's your family. roots. Yeah, man. That's where I was born and raised, grew up, and then it's in me. The culture yeah. is in me. This this Friday is actually our New Year. Persian That's New amazing. Year. Yeah, Persian New Year. It's called No Rules. It's like fourteen days. It's like it's like a little similar to Christmas. 
for for fourteen days we take off in Iran. But yeah, these things happens, and then it makes me grateful, man. Absolutely. And, then, and I see that how you pick little things of such as your dad, your brother, uh, this small, the, like to some people that might sound small, but to you, those are huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I it's believe, huge. and I, I say this positively or negatively, people impact you every day. And it's, I think it's how you want to view it and take it. And that's how you can have it affect your life. And then the next step is affecting other people's lives. Yeah. And like how you were, we were both, everyone's saying like the gratitude, everything, like, you know what? We're in our twenties. Have we had any catastrophic events yet i know in my life no personally mm-hmm. but like i attach some things to my my family's adversity and all that but like if we are gonna build our mindset we're gonna build that mental toughness like what we're doing we're preparing ourselves like was it failing to prepare is preparing to fail like we are building ourselves to like when adversity does hit you know it's still gonna hit us it's still gonna be a struggle but we're gonna have a different perspective on it how can we use it to our advantage now so, I don't know. It's, it's you're you're building you're building your tool your toolkit like you're just building building and building to see how you can go with it. True. That's I mean I guess you know like the past year was adversity for the whole world. When it hit, I I mean I was I was scared. I was uncertain. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what what was going on. I'm like this is like something you see in a movie like a, a worldwide pandemic or like I'm like what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. People are dying everywhere. Um, but maybe for a couple weeks I was like not myself, but then I started to get back into it. I was like. This is an opportunity to, to really grow. This is a time where things are changing. It's, yep. it's, it's like you said, a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And it's it's hard to say that because, yes, many people have died around the world. Um, but us as... I feel like a lot of people also benefit from it, to be honest. Yeah. It's, That's not, that, it was, might, that might sound bad to some people, but I think a lot of people did benefit from this whole COVID. And a lot of people... We, we never stopped. Yeah. We, yeah. Maybe at first, we know, we kind of, okay, what's going on? But we... Picked it right back up. Okay, what projects could we do? What could we put out there? I tried to yeah. put that little uh, how to stay collected guide yeah. out there. You know, I didn't, I tried to stay to my, my habits of working out. You know, okay, how can I stay consistent even though it's, it's weird right now? I don't know what's going on. I'm on Zoom in class. This is, this is you know, freaking weird. But how can I keep those things, whether it's writing, whether it's reading, Absolutely. working out, staying in touch with the people I love that are going to keep me, keep my head above water. Not only that, grow. Yeah, you know? it's it's having the willingness to adapt to what you're doing. And one of, I think, honestly, one of my favorite quotes, and it li- literally, I think of 2020 every single time, is people don't hate adversity because of what they're going through. People hate adversity because it reveals their true character. And I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get, but like, you see people around you that adversity hit, like this COVID, like quarantine, like, you see their true character coming out. And that's where, like, when you're building your mindset, when you're building, like, you're, you're building a temple. This is where your body's your temple. When you're building that, you're creating that perspective of something bigger and better. Wow. It's, yeah. uh, one of my mentors told me, it's like doing, doing the hard things on purpose. So then, you know, everything else comes easier. Yeah. Less round size. Yeah. yeah. Get comfortable in an uncomfortable position. I guess you, you said you have a three headed monster with, you know, Goggins, yeah. Stinky Johnson and, and Eric, uh, Eric, Eric Thomas. Thomas. Um, Les Brown is one of the first guys that I started listening to. In 2019, yeah, like he was one of those guys. Where I'm like, this guy just you know sparking a fire. Be hungry. You know, yeah, you yeah. gotta be hungry. That's I love it. Um, <laughs> he, he's one of those guys for me. Um, are you familiar with Jim Rohn? I I know who he is. I have truthfully never listened to any of his content. Okay, if I'm honest, you should. Okay, uh, Jim Rohn. Um, Man, I, should, I, I should listen to him more. I, I, I'm gonna be. Honest, I don't know these names, and I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna start thinking about it. That, like, I mean, Les Brown. He's obviously still around, but some of the guys that I've listened to, Jordan so, Peterson. Oh yeah, I've, love, I've been listening to more because of you. Jordan Peterson. Who's that guy? Uh, 
How bad do you want to breathe? As much as you want to succeed? Eric Thomas. Bro, that's Eric Thomas. Th- is that who he is? I don't yes. know. Okay. Yeah, yes. okay. That's uh, ET. Uh, what else did he say? Uh, that was he deep. says a lot, man. And this, and this, it's kind of going back and forth, and I'm sorry for just j- jumping around. We but might how be you... hammering a nail a lot, but it's all good. <laughs> huh? I'm just saying in our conversation, we might be like hammering. Oh, you're like, no, but, it's all good. Keep going. But like with the Eric Thomas thing, like he talks about um, you have 24 hours in a day, and your success is dependent upon how you use those 24 and I believe in my life, I've changed it. And I wrote this down in my other notebook. And I said, we have 24 hours in a day. Our ability to grow and serve others is dependent upon how we use those 24. Yeah. yeah. So sure, we can be successful, but like we also get to grow and serve during those 24 hours. So like waking up at 410, bro, like let's start the serving right away. <sighs> I gotta do some research, man. I feel like these these people that you that well, we got you, man. We'll, no, no, we'll no. send you the guy. Hey, we'll expo- the exposure sparks inspiration. You're <laughs> yeah, gonna true, go looking. T- I'm yeah. serious. Because my inspiration, like, uh, are mostly from music and boxing, and that's fine. Yeah, like, I'm, one of my biggest inspirations is Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I like know Queen. Yeah, and then I also love Eminem. And then it that's just, so cool. It's oh, just that, Think yeah, about that. That's a totally different side different of the spectrum. Artists, yeah. and then uh, boxing wise, Muhammad Ali, Roy Jones Jr. Like, because I'm a boxer, and then. Looked up to these people, and then I never really got a chance to like listen to inspiration, like the, the yeah, names yeah. that you guys naming. I'm like, man, I'm gonna tap into that. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I it's something I could I could listen to like videos and stuff like that for my work. I, I don't have to have music on. I can listen to that. Like when I plan at school, like my, my planning time, my lunch time, I'm listening to podcast. Just that constant flow. Yeah. Um. When I uh when I was. My my biggest growth year for me was 2019. That that year is like the hardest year, but it's also like my best year. It's like mm-hmm. where I went through the most change. Every single morning, I was listening to one of those guys, whether it's Les Brown, Jim Rohn, Miles Monroe, Jordan Peterson. I was listening to one of those guys, and it's just feeding my mind that faith, just relentlessly drowning out yeah. any like just keeping my foot on the devil's neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's filling my mind up with that with that uh, just that relentless positivity and that that affirmation that yes, I can, and it's yeah. just. Because, you know, you, you got to seek it out because people around you might not give it to yeah. you. Yeah, they might, but if you go and yeah. seek it for yourself. Yeah. Um, How you start your day will influence your day. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about this in the first uh, podcast. Every single morning I, I when I get up, when our feet hit the ground, I say, today's going to be a good day. I love that. I'm going to have a good day. I love I've that, I've been yeah. doing that probably a couple years now, at least one year. I, every single morning, put my feet in the ground. I guess it's called the Maui Principle. I don't know, but you can make a connection with the day, and you say today's gonna be a good day. And and at the end of the day, when I'm brushing my teeth, at the end of the day, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, today was a good day. And guess what? Tomorrow it's gonna be a great day. And I, 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 just, I, I no, constant yeah. flow. I'm just like I always talk myself in the mirror. I'm gonna do like 15 push-ups right now. Hold up, <laughs> inspire me. <laughs> Damn, that's big. Yeah, I, I need to start doing that a little bit to be honest, because I do have bad days. I do. We are, we yeah, all, we're I human. Do. Yeah, we're Dude, human. we're human. Yeah, yeah. We all have bad days. True, true. That, that's one of the things my dad tells me. Um, is like, remember, like, he's one of the first people I go to. I'm like, Dad, I'm feeling a little off today. I'm feeling, you know, I'm, this is kind of bothering me. It's like internal. He's like, you know what that means, Joe? I'm like, what? He's like, it means you're human. I'm like, all right. There's it always makes me feel better. You know, I'm going to retract my statement real quick. I'm going to say this because okay. I've actually heard this. There's no such thing as a bad day because you're alive. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. You you are living, you are breathing. Yeah. You might have bad moments in the day. And this is why I, I put it if you had twenty four dollars and someone stole one dollar from you, would you throw the twenty three away? No. No. So we have twenty four hours in a day, but people allow one hour or two hours to dictate how their day goes. Yeah. 
you still have 23 hours, 22 hours to empower, inspire, grow. I guess, I guess I need to learn to how to deal with it better. I'm saying, I'm saying, let's say I have a bad day. No, absolutely. What can I do to make that 22 or 23? Yeah. Still yeah. grab him and absolutely. enjoy the next 23. Yes, you're right. Yeah. One, one of the things I've been doing, um, most like uh, particularly as of late is just really focusing on my breathing and so mm. when i say i have a say i get frustrated i get stressed or whatever a negative experience i'll just go close my eyes i'll just like just breathe in through the nose and slow release Dude, and then big. it really grounds me i'm like okay i can i can i'm like i don't want to be, sound like i'm bragging but i can always move on and i could go and be positive five minutes later and that's it's huge, yeah. and I'm I'm really proud of myself for like uh, adapting that, like, yeah. for giving myself that habit. Um, Absolutely, it's, it's helped me just get through the days and just really helped me. Like I look back at the day, I'm like, man, like that hour was kind of hard, and the next two hours were great, and then that happened. Like I'm like, damn, like the days are a whole adventure. Yeah, so, ups it's, and downs. It's crazy you say that about the breathing because I'll be I never, yeah, like of course we tell our students like, oh, take a deep breath, all that, and I never like really. I don't want to say understood, because I understand where they're coming from, but I never connected with it. It's science, Until the past two months, uh, I've been going through, like, a leg, whatever, so it's very hard for me to work out my, like, lower half right now. But, doing yoga for two months, twice a week, dude, you, like, you're talking about the breathing, like, I, when, like, they're like, oh, like, breathe and feel it through your muscles, like, I'm literally able to connect that, and, like, I'm like... Like, whoa, like, but then that, that could take you to when you're stressed, to when you're angry, and it really does do something. It's really cool. Do you meditate? I do not. No. I have, like, so <clears throat> my morning routine when I wake up, it's, like, I wake up, uh, I do my daily devotional, my prayer, and then while I'm warming up, I have, like, my 10, 15 minutes of Inky or somebody going. So I don't really... While you're working out, you listen to Inky? It depends, to be honest. It, for me, it's kind of, I just kind of put music on the background, to be yeah. honest. I, I don't need it. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't need it. Plus I do. Okay. <laughs> so you want to kind of um, move into fitness a little bit? I want to ask you, you work out... Well, well, Monday, I, I, Monday through Friday. Sorry, I, I, I want to get this morning morning routine. So you say you wake up, you pray. Uh, what? What did you say? I so I wake up. So I have a day. I'm again a Bible study, daily devotional with my okay. one of my buddies. Um, I do that. I pray. I while I warm up for my workout, I um, listen to my like my daily affir- my positive affirmation, and then I would say about. 445 between four between 445 and 5 o'clock I'm starting my workout okay um you go to gym or you work out outside? so right now because of what was going on with my dad uh this entire 2020 and now even now I've been in my basement so I'm blessed to have some stuff in my basement to work okay. out yeah. and I feel like that's been a blessing in disguise too it's been a lot of self-reflection and me time too okay. honestly do you lift weight or what kind of exercises do you do? everything okay. I'm a big person like you saw the video. I'm yeah, a I'm a big person. Like do everything. Like okay. literally. I love that. Um. So I do a lot of calisthenics. I do. I like throwing CrossFit workouts in there. But like right now, my buddy and I create a routine. It's more of like the bodybuilding. Like your 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 normal lifts. You would say your okay. whatever. But we do like the training, like the agility and all. That. I love that stuff. So I get that. I'm usually done by like six thirty. I eat, check my emails, and I get ready for my workday. Do you diet? Do I diet? No. No? I. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, I just, like, do you watch what you eat and stuff? Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty clean eater, yeah. Okay. So I, honestly, the biggest inspiration has been my, my uh, fiance's family. Um, they've been plant-based for the past, so since June. And they've huh? seen a huge difference. So mm-hmm. I would say now, and they've really bought, I, I'm not completely doing it. I would say like half my meals are plant-based, half my meal, meals are like your chicken and rice, yeah. your 
chicken and like red lentil pasta, like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like I've been mixing it like that. I've been trying. I've been trying out more plant based alternatives. Yeah, it's... I mean he's a beast in the kitchen. Her dad. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I'm not even kidding. That's he's a beast in the kitchen. So their plant based meals are five star. Gas right? Damn. Oh. Right, That's something you can make anything good, bro. All right, when we coming over? <laughs> you gotta ask her, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, plant-based. Of course, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, you oh, I'm go. sorry, I'm like no. squealing. Nah, Are you but, sure? Yeah, go to the bathroom, yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to Collected Conversations. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. As a gift from the Collected team, please use code CONVERSATIONS uh, at checkout on collectedcommunity.com for 20% off your entire order. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're back. Sorry, we got to do the bathroom break. Uh, it was emergency. <laughs> Betty, we ha- it's just such a good conversation, such a collective conversation that we'll we'll insert something cool in there. Yeah, in, in, in that break. we're talking about health and fitness. Yes. What so, What are some of your workouts? I'm, I'm interested. We just talked about that. And I know, but like I'm talking about like specifically, like do you like do you ever? Because did you ever wrestle? No. Ever I wrestle? honestly, I only played baseball and basketball. Okay, that's mm-hmm. all I did, and I, I honestly didn't start working out. I would like I would take a couple months senior year of high school. I was literally I wish I, I should have brought it to you guys. Bro, I would going into senior year I was 143 pounds. I was 6'1", 143 pounds. Damn. So light. Wow. by the end of senior year, I was like 160 pounds. Um, and then college, uh, we started doing a lot of weight training for baseball, but it wasn't heavy lifting. It was like more like calisthenics, like mm-hmm. being able to be flexible while being powerful type deal. Oh yeah. I bought into it for a little Pliable. bit. Yes. I bought into it for a little bit, and then sophomore year, I was training, like, there was, like, what, three, four times a week, I would train, like, twice a day, and I was just huge, like, any, any downtime I had, I would just go train, and I'm never, I've never been the person, like, you know what, I want to look a certain way, it's more for, I want to feel a certain way, mm, okay. um, and I would say lifting, health, and fitness, I feel like it's played different roles in different phases of my life. Dude, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I, it, it, I couldn't it's agree been more. huge for me, and I feel like, and I know we haven't really talked about faith at all, but I, no matter what, I'm just gonna say this now before I forget, faith is my hundred, my number one thing of where I was able to step out of my comfort zone. I feel like, um, so with that and adding like the lifting, I just felt like it was like a stress release, stress relief at first. Then it was like, all right, like let's just like I'm just gonna outwork everybody. And that's kind of how, I'm not saying I was outworking everybody at Judson, but, like, people knew me, like, I was just going to work. Because, like, I knew I wasn't playing. Like, I'm going to put my head down. I'm just going to work. And I kind of started falling in love with that process of just training. Like, I mean, like, everything. I was looking up, like, researching. People would ask me for routines. And I, w- I just, I fell in love with the idea of training, moving around, all this stuff. Um, and then by, like, senior year, of course, I saw a huge growth. Like, huge, a huge difference in my body. I mean, mm-hmm. I was 143 pounds when I left college. I was a, I was like a solid 195, almost 200 pounds. It. Um, but I was a lot better than I was in my eyes. I mean, not everyone has the same goals of what they want to do when it comes to health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some of the workouts, like I said, like I like doing CrossFit workouts. Sometimes it's a high intensity. It really gets you going. Full body, full body. Um, I like your normal, like your curls, like your body, your bodybuilder workouts. Yeah. That's always a go-to pull-ups. I'm sure. I'm huge on speed and agility. It's been a little different now with COVID, but at my gym, I was I had turf and everything. Nice. Um, so like squat, like squat jumps, uh, normal jumps, like sled pushes, ladder, all that. I love I love that stuff. My biggest thing, I would want to uh, incorporate strength 
with the explosiveness. So I would do like a five by three for squat. So like five sets, three reps. And then, but after my one set, I would go right into like three step in like high jumps or whatever, like all that stuff. So mixing the explosiveness. And then when COVID hit and quarantine, it's a little different. So I went, I bought a CrossFit sandbag and I posted a video earlier in 2020 at Meineke. And I did like a four minute burnout thing with, I'm like, okay, like sometimes in my head and like my buddies will say this too. I think things out, put them on paper. We do them. It's a lot harder than I thought, (laughs) Uh, but I love it. I mean, that's what it's all about right there. And I think like fitness, I feel like now, um, fitness has been a platform to serve people. I feel like I really believe it. And it's, I feel like it's kind of sad. Uh, I feel like the fitness industry in some ways has had a big negative aspect to it. Because they focus on body image. They focus on what you need to eat, what you should eat. But you know, at the end of the day, not everybody has resources. I'm not saying not everybody has the time. I'm saying not everybody has the resources. They don't have the money to buy all like all your food and all this. And it's kind of meeting people where they're at. And that's where I feel like, for me, the byproduct was getting in shape. The ultimate goal was just building myself. Like, it starts, like I said before, it's our temple. So yeah. mentally, physically, spiritually, it's, it's, those are three big things for me. And I feel like nowadays, definitely during 2020, fitness has become like that mental, like, let's push my body. Like I would say 2020 allowed me to, I was doing more outside running. And now I would say for the past six months, I do not run outside unless I have a weighted vest on. Yeah. Like that's just how I am now. Um, and I'm okay. I don't, people look at me, like I said, no, everyone's going to judge you. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if I know if I give up on this workout, like, somehow I'm going to give up on something else in life. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how I kind of correlate some things like that. And, like, yeah. Goggins is a huge person. Like, that man, I'm not going to go into his story, but that dude's run, he ran 260 miles in 62 hours. Like, that is, like, the stuff. Wait, who again? David, David Goggins. Goggins. David Goggins. So, fitness is, like you said, like, the, uh, the physical part is more the byproduct. It's more... It's part of your routine. It's who you are. Yeah. It's if, if you're not working out, if you're not, it's not, you're not you. And that's, oh, I would say that for me. Yeah. I, 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 I would say it's probably the same for you. I mean, that's same for me. Um, like, and it'll, is that the extra science behind it? When you work out, you get blood flowing, more blood to, to the brain. Um, like, you know, so then I might have like more creativity, more energy mm-hmm. from working out, but it's, um. When I'm exercising, and pretty much it's pretty much no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm going for a run, and it's sometimes more than others. Um, when I'm going for a run, just working out inside, just doing jumping jacks, yeah. playing basketball, I completely lose everything else. I, I I completely get into that flow state where I'm not thinking about anything, yeah. no stress, no where I'm not thinking about anything, and it's like the, I completely disconnect, and that is like probably the biggest reason why. I, I, I work out every day. Or at yeah. least get some type of movement. No, absolutely. Because I'm just, it's, it's just me and my body, and it's it's meditative. It's yeah, true. And everybody's movement's different. That's like, on the Me to We Challenge, I didn't put workout, I didn't put, I said movement. Like, yeah. yoga, anything that makes you feel better. Like, and that's a big thing. We don't, we don't want to pressure people to work out, because then you're going to lose the art yeah. of working out. You want to, you can build, like I said, like, fitness can be a platform for people to do it in a positive way. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a little different. For me, like he, like how he goes, like I guess I sh- I need to work on getting better at just exercising. Okay. Because uh, I need to have a reason. 
Like, uh, for example, if there's a fight coming up, a boxing match, yeah. and opponent said, let's say, for example, April 17th, I'm fighting on Saturday. Opponent said, we're fighting out this weight. I get extremely locked in. Like, I, I wake up at 5 a.m. Absolutely. You know I'm saying that even though I, I'm not a morning person, I wake up at 5 a.m. to get that run going. I go to the gym, give my back, sparring ends for different fresh guys, and yeah. then uh, get, get my bags, my jump rope, and I get extremely dedicated. And then, because when I'm in that ring, I want to beat that dude's ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because he's trying to take my head off. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You're not gonna do that. From where I come from, no, we, I'm taking your head off. So I need to find a reason. I do a better job of like, okay, today I'm just gonna get up and go to a gym and work out. Either yeah. if it's a run, a jump rope, so I got to just do something. So that's one thing I struggle with sometimes. Like sometimes there's not, there's I don't find the motivation. To go ahead and do that, unless if there's a reason, such yeah. as a boxing match. Yeah, I and that's that. that's the power of fitness, man. Like we all, um, we've competed. Um, you know, we've done competitive yeah. athletics. We did baseball and basketball. I I did wrestling and baseball. You've done boxing and and soccer. We've all trained for a goal to win, right? Yeah. And as a team or as an individual, like boxing, wrestling is like, you know mainly individual. And now that none of us really you know actually compete, but we still have we that. That fitness has translated into something else. True. You're competing against yourself. It's you versus you. Yeah. Yep. It's simple like that. And that's where I think for me, fitness has helped me with my mental the biggest. And like, I feel literally, you can, is when you're lifting, like your muscles, you're going through pain. And then the result of that is growth. <laughs> it's a direct correlation it's crazy to life. Hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, like, for me, it's been a huge part of my mental aspect, I feel like. And for example, and it, I don't share this story out of like, oh, like, look at what I did. Like, this is something, it was a true moment to me with nobody, like, I'm a big person, like, your character is built every day, but in the dark when nobody's watching. Mm. Like, what you're doing when nobody else is watching, that's what's truly building. So, on Memorial Day, there's a, a thing called the Murph workout. So, it's a, you run a mile, you do 300 air squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, and another mile with a 20-pound weighted vest. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. It's a CrossFit workout. Okay. It's, it's based upon a soldier who passed away. Dang. So it's called a Murph workout. So this past year, it was Memorial Day. I got out there at 4.30. I went to Link Tennis Court, and I did this. 4.30 morning, and 10 minutes in, it started downpouring. <laughs> downpouring. Nice. I'm in my good training shoes. I got my headphones on. And I'm like, all right, well, like, you like, I'm a big person. Like, you're, you're just gonna give up. Like, you're just gonna stop doing this. Took my headphones off. Took my shoes off. I did the rest of the workout in my bare feet. I ran that last freaking mile in my bare feet. And literally, and like, I'm a big person when I'm working out. It's self talk. That 80 20 rule, like 80 percent positivity, 20 percent a little bit of negative pushing yourself. And literally, the entire time I was running that, I was like, I can, I will, I must, I can. I, I literally just yelling it out loud. That's bad. I freaking completed it. That's bad. But it's but that's attaching. Like literally, I'm attaching. I'm visualizing people in my life that has helped me get to where I'm at. Like if it was only about me. Like. Sh- See ya. I'm going to get in my car, go home and eat breakfast. Like, yeah. let's grab some pancakes. <laughs> but no, it's not about that. It's not about me. It's about yeah. everybody else. Let's, let's, let's influence people. You versus you. It's you versus and, you. And I don't even need to ask, but I just know how good you felt after that workout. You come in, you're probably soaking wet. It's that picture I sent you in the blue shirt. You're like, oh, you're looking big. That I'm like, <laughs> I'm like bro, stop that. Um, but no, I, I felt great. And I did it in like 35 minutes. Shit. Damn. Yeah. Because you don't, when you're in that moment and you're going through adversity, sometimes you're, like you're, you say, lock you're in. able to disconnect or lock in. Yeah. I'm a big person. I do disconnect sometimes, but I also connect more, I feel yeah. like. 
Um, but I was, lo- I mean, locked into no, like, it was just like looking at, like, no one was out there. It was yeah. by myself. When I say disconnect, I mean disconnect from all, like, the little things, like my homework, this and that little no, thing. No, absolutely, but yeah. When I'm in that flow, I'm going for a run outside, I most definitely connect to Yeah. When I go for runs outside now, I don't bring my phone, no music, none. I'm, I'm just me and my shoes, you know I what I'm like saying? That. Um, so I, I, yeah, I connect to, like, I'm talking to myself out loud the whole run. Yeah. I'm just, like, connecting with that why, that, that deep, huge. you know, going within. Um, before I forget, I might have said this in the first episode, but you know how you say when you're working out, you feel physical pain. Oh, absolutely. Um, coach A, yeah. from uh, know, opponent, yeah. or user head wrestling coach, mm-hmm. I still think of this every day, uh, pain is weakness leaving the body. Yep. And dude, we did a 15 minute plank in, in practice one time, 15 minute plank. We, he didn't tell us at the beginning, he decided we're doing a, doing a plank and we did 86 pushups. He's like, down, down. He didn't tell us we're doing 15 minutes. But we did 15 minutes, and he's like, all right, he's like, because I didn't, if I told you guys 15 minutes, it would have been way harder. Exactly. But the whole time, we, uh, we did it. Power <laughs> the mind. And he, and he was, he was hyping us up the whole time. Yeah. He's like, and he was doing it with us. It, he's like, pain is weak to sleep in the park. That's even better, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a coach that's right even there. better. You know. That's a coach And right then, there. you know, we got on the wall, pain is temporary, pride is forever. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know? My, absolutely. my, one thing that I realized, so you know how you, you said you versus you? Yeah. My first ever fight. Boxing fight, I got knocked down the first round, and then uh, it was the first round. I was fighting this dude who was like taller than me, a, str- a lot stronger, a lot bigger. He landed a good solid hook, right hook on my chin. I missed my right. I threw my right hand. I missed, and I didn't see the punch coming. It was to my face. I have the video. I'll show you after. <laughs> I went down on one knee. I got back up. It was a flash knockdown. I didn't get knocked out. I didn't get knocked out. Yeah, but I got knocked down. Mm-hmm. I get back up. I was just. I didn't feel nothing, but I'm like, man, I can't believe that happened. And then. This crowd, my mom, my parents are watching, and this was towards the towards the end, uh, second, end of the first round. Yeah. He, five, four, uh, ding, ding, ding. I go to the corner. He goes to the corner. Man, I sat down. My coach comes in. He didn't tell me to how to fight. He didn't tell me, oh, you gotta go out there and jab better. You gotta move around better. He came to the ring. He was like, "This is his first word." Now, my coach, uh, he's such a great guy. Such yeah. a great guy. He was born and raised in Southside Chicago. Seen it all. Yeah. And he's been in, 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 involved in boxing all his life. Get his, get his ass whooped so many times. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's, been, he's, been, he's been doing, went through a lot. He comes to the ring. He goes, what you going to do, man? <laughs> and I'm like shaking my head. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, to give me a mouth guard. Put some water in my mouth. He's like, so what you going to do? I'm like, what do you mean, coach? He's like, this is your first time you ever get knocked down. Usually after this, people goes downhill and they they, uh, they lose the fight. So it's up to you right now. What are you going to do? You got to go out there and fight this motherfucker. Like that. He was talking to me like that. And I'm like, man, I'm listening. I like looked to the left and I saw my mom and dad. They're like getting in tears. Yeah. They don't like to get me see her. Like he's a big dude. And I'm like looking. I'm like, I don't know what it was, man. I, I, like, looked, I looked over my coach. I'm like, I'm going to go kill this motherfucker. I'm gonna go. I'm a, I'm I'm about to fight. I'm I, I swear to God, Zach. I don't think I had that in me. Like it just it, it from that moment on, I knew I was a fighter. And I looked over. I'm like, all the shit I've gone through. You think you're gonna? Well, my coach said, "All right, man, time to go get him." But I got up to have the video. I was kind of jumping around. Now, the minute he knocked me down, I was dropping around. He goes like, "Ding ding, second round starts." I go in. I dropped him twice, mm. and I ended up winning the fight by unanimous decision. Perspective drives performance. Yeah, and I never knew I had that in me. And I had no idea I had that in me. And sometimes we never know. You never know. We never... And, like, Goggins talks about the 40% rule. He he talks about how people... We have a Cadillac converter on our body. Like, people 
only live up to 40% of their potential because that other 60% is your fears. It's all your anxiety, all that stuff, and no one wants to go past that. You got yeah. up and you knocked him. Come yeah, on. Twice, yeah. <laughs> That's I what was, I'm saying. And like, the thing is that like after I didn't even like feel some type of way, but I, the round was over, I was still beating I was still beating him. I was walking to the corner and then the round was over, finished finished the fight was over. I raised my hand, I'm like, man, I feel good. I was I was gassing for air. Yeah. <sighs> but I was just dizzy, right? Yeah, I was like it was just a fight. I just I was in a fight for six minutes. I went to the corner and then I won the fight, and then the feeling was just, I don't know. I can't describe the feeling. Absolutely. I'm like, I, I can't believe I won that. Yeah, it's... but imagine the mentality you had going into that next round. Like, imagine every single person having that mentality for life. Mm, wow. Like, running after things. Like, I'm a big person, and I know that people are going to be like, oh, like, whatever. Like, I hate the word beast mode, or two words beast mode. Beast mode should be a lifestyle. It's not some on and off switch that you turn on and off when you want to. It's a lifestyle. How you live your life is like how you do anything is how you do everything. Hmm. Like you shouldn't just pick and choose like what you want to do. Like for me, like or for anybody, like you go to the gym, you have a killer workout, and then you go home and you're a, you're an uh, you do I almost said a bad word. Um, if you go home and then you're mean to your fiance, you're mean to your wife. What is that? Yeah. Right. What is that? You just have a you just work on yourself. You have a great workout. You're putting everything you have, but now you're in a half-ass relationship. No, true. Things correlate. Okay. Yeah. Things okay. correlate. It's. I mean, I I've seen it in my life. I've seen it. I mean, any, anyone I know, I, I see once they make one good decision, it, it usually influences to the next. Okay, I'm, I just had this good workout. I'm gonna go eat good now. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go read this book. It, it it it's it should flow. It should. Um, so I want to ask you, I guess, both of you guys, so that mindset you had that I'm, I'm going to come back, I'm going to fight this dude, Yeah. that, whatever you call it, how do you apply that to maybe your music career, or just life, or just the daily daily challenges? I guess the competitive is always with you. Mm, I right? like that, yeah, I'm, I'm a saying, very I, competitive person. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I feel like, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have a song called Dropping Scary Berry. Yeah. <laughs> It's first time I'm saying it's called Slither Scary Berry. And I, when, I was, when I'm doing music, a lot of people just tell me, I mean, stick to singing, don't rap. Like, you, you're better at singing, don't cross genres. Do that. And then when people tell me that, it just lets the final man. I don't know why. I don't know why. Watch I just, just yeah. want to prove you wrong. Not in a bad way, but yeah. I just want to prove you wrong that I could do this. Absolutely. Yeah, so I have a song dropping at the end of April, and I just I rap. I can't wait. And, in, in, and it's, <laughs> it's going to be fire. And it's we in know two, it. And it's in, and it's in <laughs> two songs. It. And it's in two two languages. In Farsi and English. So, it just for me, like, it, some, it was like four or five feedbacks. Hey, you, should, you shouldn't rap. You should stick to singing. And not, all I needed was just that motivation. And boom. It's fuel to the fire, right? Yeah. And I feel like that competitive stick with us throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, for you, I don't know how it is for you, Zach. Yeah. No, for I mean, for me, if we're talking about, like, I guess, like, education, I, I feel like... It's like, I feel like when people say the word beast mode, they're made, like, you're going to a different level. You're, and it's a whole different skill set. You're just better. Like, not, I don't say better, but like, you're in a different area where like, you're outperforming everybody. We can say that. But I think when, when it comes to making that a lifestyle, like education, like, I'm going to try to do things every day that is going to impact myself to help me grow as an educator, but as a person. Because at first, before you're an educator, you have to connect as a, on, a, on a people level. Um, so finding those small things, like those those small victories, emphasizing those small victories, doing things every single day that makes you feel uncomfortable, but also will help you grow. 
Um, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like I said beast mode. It's it's a lifestyle because the way you live your life, I feel like that your drive and your passion, your positivity should just flow out of you. People like I was someone who held that all in because I was scared to. I didn't want to, but now I feel great. This like this right here. This is amazing. You're, <laughs> but like literally, you're collaborating positive ideas that everybody should hear. We don't know it all, but we're learning from our experiences. We're learning from what our legacies have been left before us, and now we're gonna leave a leave this place better than we found it because we're learning these things. Yeah. It's a, it's, life is a freaking learning lesson. It's, it's an so experience. Awesome, man. Life is a school. I, life, I wrote life, it down. Yes. Recently. Would you would life you, class? Would you <laughs> would you agree that some people don't want to be part- participating in that because of their ego? Hundred percent. Yeah, I think ego. We talked about there was something a video or something. We talked about ego. I mean, ego plays. Everyone has the ego, and I think I heard something that was about like no matter who you are, you're gonna have an ego, and it's gonna come out at certain points. But it's kind of controlling that ego and kind of knowing where it falls in place. Like my ego, I think for me. Um, when it comes to like, I'm someone like I push through pain, but not like the good all the time. Like I could be literally injured. I'm trying to do like that's, that's, that's my ego talking. I'm going to hurt myself. So sometimes that's, I, you got to self check yourself. Ego is yeah. a big part because also I feel like people think they're better than other people. 100%. And like, this is not what, like this collected community, mm-hmm. it's not what it's about. It's about being who you are in a positive way. And bring it to the table and so they can bring, stay collected. Exactly. Yeah. What I have written down on the, on the manifesto is, um, being a positive leader, no matter what your role is, there was so a leader. Being a leader is not a is not a title. Sowing seeds for others that could benefit. It, it all ties in. You got to read that. It one. all ties in. Yeah. Just like that that one student that you influenced that you know that now he's he's a leader now because he's like he's, he's correcting that other student like Man. yes you can. Oh, hey, hopefully that lasts. Yeah, he's, he's, probably, <laughs> he's probably so inspired even if he can't fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's gonna say it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Should we wrap this up? Should we wrap it up? We've been yeah. going for a while. Yeah, I don't even know how long it's been. Whatever you guys want. How long has it been? Hold up. Let's see. It was definitely past an hour. <laughs> and when to... we started around six. Yeah, we're close to two hours. Damn, that honestly felt like 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, going to say eight. I ain't falling asleep tonight. <laughs> no, I'm feeling energized right now, bro. Dude, you're... Zach, you're so full of life, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, like, you just threw, like, even, like, your weekly messages that you that you put on social media like it i look forward to it and um and then i'll uh, being around you it's, it's a totally different energy and uh i'm glad that you whatever decisions you made whatever a couple years ago a few years ago i'm glad you made those decisions because now it's hey now we're doing this yeah she's like you're like i'm gonna start doing music me it's like okay i'm gonna make these couple t-shirts see where it takes me look what we're doing now yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. now when we're two over two years in and now we're doing this and it's we're blessed man we're blessed Absolutely. when you open up a door close a, another door you never know where it's going to take you yeah yeah and zach one thing i admire about you is that is your mind like you know when you meet people for the first time mm-hmm. sometimes they give you that negative vibe yeah yeah you tell yourself i don't i don't want to deal with that person again I don't want to see him. It just I, I bad energy, bad yeah, vibe. Absolutely. And then I could gladly say that you you have great energy, and then you should definitely stick to that. And then we definitely need more people like you, and especially who are teachers. People like so, you in the world is just make the the place. Well, I appreciate what you guys. I, and I'm a big person on giving credit where credit is due, no matter what you're doing. Like, and so you two, your whole entire I know it's not you two, it's your entire collective team. Yeah. But that's 
I mean, you guys are, you're building, I'm a big person when it comes to the idea of a platform. Like everything we're doing, it's a platform. This is a platform to serve. Education is a platform to serve. Marketing, art, it's all a platform. Yeah. So good for, I mean, you guys are building a great, feel like lifestyle platform, if you would say that. That's, when I first wrote down the ideas for Collected, which is actually summer 2017, didn't have the confidence to make a shirt two years, until a year and a half later, but uh, it was lifestyle brand. Yeah. Lifestyle, I just added it to the bio, it's lifestyle brand, it's. Yeah. Yes, we're wearing. Yes, we sell merchandise. We sell apparel with a logo on a T-shirt or art and design on a T-shirt, products, whatever. But okay, what does that? What does that mean? What does that logo symbolize? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can go and now I'm trying to do with this podcast. Launch the blog. Um, people can interact with the brand in different ways. You can go. I'm not trying to you know charge you money for this. Come come read yeah. read the blog and share your ideas. Or what do you think of it? Listen to the podcast. You know. Oh, absolutely. What do you think? Um, trying to do different things like that we're planning a show yeah collected as one i'm sorry we don't have to expand anymore yeah yeah (laughs) 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 no but uh we throw another show you should come i'm I'm gonna be headlining all right yeah i got you you should come but yeah, man. You'll be vaccinated and protected. Uh, I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like, and I, I appreciate what you guys are doing too. I'm gonna be honest. What you guys are kind of doing, like, I'm not gonna say anything else. But my buddy and I, we're trying to put something together. Not like what you guys are doing, but along like the fitness and mindset part of it. Because he's an exercise sports science major, so he has that background. So we're gonna try to put something together. The same thing. I, I'm a big person. I think I, you can tell you guys are too. Meeting people where they are at. If you overshoot something or you pressure something, you're not meeting. You're gonna back people you're gonna deep attract you're gonna not make people attracted to what you're doing so i applaud you guys we're meeting people where they're at like you wrote down growth starts within meet yourself where you're at grow from within use your gifts recognize your gifts recognize your struggles and your challenges and then just let that flow and just help everybody like Man. trent i don't know if you've heard of trent shelton no, i've not you actually. would love him you would love him trent trent shelton you okay. would too but knowing your music background you would love him and he said, and I just I laugh sometimes. He says, everyone comes into this earth the same way. Everyone's born, everyone dies. Why not make some connections in between and grow? It's as simple as that. Yeah. But we make it so hard because we all we want to do is be negative. Like, but why? We don't know where people. We don't know what people are going through. Like, smiling at somebody can make their day. Yeah. That's what I hate about the masks, man. I, I smile. I'm like, wait, they, they don't. They don't know I smile. Like, <laughs> or like, but for me, like my eyes, like whoop. Like you can see. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like it's see. simple. It's like, just like a hello. You never know. Never know. You never know. So small why? Things, man. Small things. It takes. Also in the like you said, loving yourself takes effort. <laughs> Positivity takes effort. Everything takes effort. Negative is negative easy. Just like going through a hard workout, it's, it feels good though. You Complaining take that- easy. Like all that stuff is easy. It's, easy. Yeah. it's not going to help you grow if it's easy. Nine, just just like putting just, yourself through that workout, but putting yourself through the uh, listening to the audio book, uh, taking notes, you know, like self love notes. It takes effort, but you're gonna feel so much better after. Hundred percent, and you're sad. gonna utilize it. And it's sad that some people take that easy route. It's a, yeah, you know absolutely. It's sad. I, I I agree. It is sad, but you know what? At the end of the day, I I'm a big believer. And I I mean, everyone, we all like, we all have our judgments here and there. But I believe if we judge too much, then we're really truly losing our focus on what we want to do in life. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys, have, you have, like I said, you're building up a great platform. So why ruin that? Like you guys are just, just keep riding with it. This is a process. Yeah. It's a journey for you guys. You're yeah. just starting. Oh yeah. Like oh, you're yeah. about to take off. Yeah. I mean, we uh, compare ourselves to our last year. Like 
I listen to my music from the first year I released. Like, my collect, <laughs> my collect, it's, they have my first album called yeah. Collected Seven Songs. It's I still up. can't believe he named his first album Collected. Yeah. When you told me, I thought you were joking. I'm like, no, you're just trying <laughs> to make... copyright. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, it was Collected and it was all EDM songs. I'm listening to it now. I'm yeah. Like, Man, I sucked. <laughs> Holy shit. And now, now I listen to my Planet AM album, which was 15 songs, solo album. Listen to it now and I'm like, shit. It was all right. Really? Even though it was the greatest thing I ever created, but I'm still getting better day by day. Yeah, just wait until you, just yeah, wait until you hear scary yeah, Billy. It's a process, <laughs> dude. I, that's, I, I love that. Yeah, and I love absolutely. the journey. And I love the, the journey. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a roller coaster. Process over product. Hmm. Yep. Um, would you want to maybe collab one? Like, I know you did the Me, Me Too Way. Would you want to maybe want to collab and do like a collected, you know? Absolutely. A, a movement, a, cha- a challenge, I guess. Well, I would love to. Be adaptive. Yeah, incorporate Anything. fitness into yeah. it, the gratitude. Anything. And like I said, getting people to engage with the brand. Yeah. I, I honestly, I love, I love doing this, and I just don't say that. Like, honestly, my fiance and I just yesterday we signed up. We have interviews this weekend after I sign my application. We're going to be um, wish granters for Make a Wish. Wow, the foundation. So we assign people. We do like we talk to like it's things like that. Like bring joy to people. Like I, I we, we uh, my bring buddies and I, huh? Bring the joy. Bring the joy. Be the joy sometimes too. Like yes. sometimes people can't see it, but like we released that video called "Be a Light" in the beginning. We freaking won. He goes for Bang Energy. Oh, the energy the, drink. Free, yeah, free yeah, 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 We won a contest with that. <laughs> I just got a free, but like be a light for people. Like yeah. let your light. Like don't be afraid to step out of the dark and shine your light. We all have gifts. We all have something. Wow, appreciate none of that. That's great, man. That's so, awesome, man. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much, Zach, for coming. That was I got value out of it. I know our listeners. I, I did too. I know our our listeners will definitely get value out of this conversation. Yeah, thank you, Zach. Um, it was great meeting you. Honestly, you too, I mean, man. You know. I really appreciate this platform, this opportunity. Seriously, it's, it's a blessing. I'm, I'm buzzing right now. I could, like I'm like I'm like vibrating. I'm not going anything. to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but man, this this I'll, I'll guarantee you this this won't be the last time we do this. So I hope not. Yeah. I'll be walking myself over here then. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, thank you again. Appreciate you. Until next time. And as always, stay collected. collected.